Mama! Mama! We made it! What it, what it, what it do though? Yo, sidebar real fucking quick though. I looked at Johan's face. And we didn't even do the intro yet, but I looked at Johan's face. Thank God there was no like drink in my mouth or anything, because I literally snuffed, snuffled, <laughs> spit out air that was in my mouth when I saw his eyes were just like, "Oh, what the fuck did that just happen right now?" <laughs> Is that not the reaction you usually get? We do, we do, yeah. we do, oh. we do. Yeah, people Good. think we're gonna play like a recording. But like, rarely do I catch that like eyes on, and yeah. like I literally was crying of laughter and had to hold it in. To maintain, you know what I'm saying? I have a very honest face. I respect it. That face was gorgeous. That was literally a Kodak moment. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. Defined. Well, ladies and gentlemen. What it do? Yo, we, we literally have one of already my favorite new artists in the building. Talk to him, Joe. Give it up for Johan. Johan! Is it? Is it Johan? Is it Johan? Who knows? Is it? Well, shit. It might as well be. Is it Johan? All my social media says, is it Johan? Yeah. And look. And that's how I explain it to people. Because if they ask me what it is, yeah. I'm just like, is it Johan? It is. It is Johan. We got there. In fact. It, it really is. But they never really know when they type that in. Man, it's, it's so crazy Like how I actually came up on you. I was telling them. So I was driving, and every Friday I always listen to um, Spotify, like the Discover Weekly. Yeah. But not like the new music, the your release radar. That's what it is. You got know, it. They, they got like all the new music. Very just, Caucasian. Mm. Very Caucasian. I like that. Yeah. And I always listen to the whole thing without looking at any artists. Got right? it. Just completely unbiased. I just want to hear the song. It might be some Demi Lovato. I might, I might, might be digging it. Shout I out to Demi. Demi yeah, yeah, shout out to lit. Demi. Don't but, get in a fight with her nowadays. Though. Nah, she she's, that ass. she's lit. But uh, yeah, I was listening to music and I, I just heard... The song High in the Woods. And I'm listening and already it's like it's, smash, it's got the dark vibe and um, it's coming in and, and just like these bass swells. I'm like, oh, this shit is dope. And then this crazy falsetto comes in. I'm like, damn, man. It's just, it hit me. Yeah. And then I'm listening. I'm like, I hear someone start rapping after this like amazing verse and chorus of singing. I'm like, is that Vic Mensa? And I finally look at it. I'm like, who is this kid? He's a Johan featuring Vic Mensa. And I listened I listen to the song probably like 20 times that yeah. day, like back to back to back. I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. And that's when I hit you up on, uh, on IG. I was like, yo, man, this song is crazy. Just know that this song is really dope. Shout out to I that. Shout it, out man. to like the, the digital age and like technology and it's very rare I do social any social media era. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. we can do that. It's, and it's very rare I even do things like yeah. that. Because I remember when Roushi was telling me about that record, it was like he came in like screaming lightweight, and like you know him, like just like super silky smooth with it. You know what I'm saying? But like, and it's rare yeah. I even do that. Yeah. It's rare that I find actually a record that I'm like, this shit like hits my core. That's awesome. No, seriously, and not not even to to be on it like that. It's just be um, on it like that. But no, I'm gonna awesome. be on that's it. That's making like me that. think right now. You feel me? Yeah. Because I don't really know how that song happened either. Really? Sort of. That's wild. Mm. It was the fastest one I think of anything I've ever done. Really? Especially like the chorus. It was just like in the shower. Just like, oh, yeah. Mm. I fucking feel that. I don't want to interrupt your story. No, no, no. Interrupt, baby. 
In the shower. No, what? Interrupt in the shower, baby. I had um, like a visual director that I've been friends with for a while, but I hadn't been working with him on that. And um, he hit me up being like, yo, I want to help you with some of your shit. This is after the Yeetoven thing, which we can talk about. But he, um, he was just like, well, send me an email with just kind of like what the vision is and sort of like what even just like words or fragments of ideas or whatever that help the, get me get the vibe so I yeah. can think of what the visual thing will be. And that was before High in the Woods. It was like after mm. the Dangerous and this other one I had out. Um, and I was trying to think like, well, what is it? And I was just like, I think, and I sort of realized like, oh, this is all just about me like coming up in the suburbs around my friends, mm. sneaking around, like not wanting to grow up and which is still kind of how I feel even right now. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh yeah, in fact I could just do, and it was, so it was early enough that I hadn't really formulated what the project was exactly. Mm-hmm. And his questions made me, forced me to be like, oh shit, well I better decide what he's doing. I was like, and that was suddenly it hit me. It was like, well, there's nothing I relate more than that. Mm-hmm. Nothing more central to who I am. And I was like, I, you know, I could have a song that's like about getting high in the woods. Just be like, let's go get Fuck. high in the woods. That's it. It's, literally, it's, just, <laughs> it's like the verses kind of wrote themselves. That's like, fucking lit. Dude, it, it came out of nowhere. Like when I heard, and that's why I was so tripped out even to hear Vic on it. Cause I'm like, what is this song? Yeah. I was already entrenched in it. Yeah. Like I'm deep in this like vibe, just focused. Yeah. And then I hear Vic dropping. I'm like, what is this? What planet am I, I on? I can just picture yeah. you blapping to it. Just like. No one, no one I was so confused. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. The Roushy Bop. <laughs> the Roushy Bop. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I kind of no. like Blat better. Yeah. Blat the is boom, just blap. so... Yeah, yeah. Blat. It's rare that we have, you've actually had somebody on here that both Nushi and I didn't really know. Yeah. So I th- that's why... Um, I was just kind of compelled to reach out to you. I like, like I said, so it, much, it's not something we usually do, yes. but I'm very glad we did. I'm very glad and we did and I'm, well. I'm super excited because I really do think, honestly, you are a very dope artist. Yeah. And I think you're going to go places with what you got. And I'm excited for your music to come out. I appreciate that, Cheers man. Cheers to that. It's fucking dope, man. Doink. Yeah. Doink. Blap. So that being Blap. said, man. Yeah, take us, take us In through. In Peel, they go blip. There's a, blip. Bunch of, there's a bunch of skits where they did that. Blip. <laughs> I do it all the time. And now whenever I'm testing a mic out, I always do that. I go blip, blip. Uh, blip. <laughs> it's so good. Blip. Anyway. But yeah. Nushi. Yo, take I us through fuck. those woods that you kind of grew up in. Like, what, where'd you where'd you grow up? <laughs> yeah. Just among the wolves. Man. I literally want to get high nah, in but the for woods real though, right I mean, now. so I'm from the Burbs outside of Boston. Uh, Anyone that's from outside of Boston will know what I'm talking about. It's just one vibe, and everyone I've ever met is from this area, whatever. Actually, my drummer is from the Burbs outside of Boston, but in a different direction. He, like, immediately got the whole vibe. What's that vibe? It's just kind of like... That's a good question of how to describe it. It's it's, it's just kind of like our parents are kind of there, and everything's, like, basically fine. But there's just, like, this, like, need for rebellion because you're a kid. And it's just like, like, like the town's really boring. I feel and you. nothing happens and you're trying to find something fun or something crazy to do. And like, but it's just all within this kind of like confined little town space where, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you make, was these it like also magical, like Pleasantville type shit or was it a little bit? It, not, not quite that bad. Honey, but I'm home a little bit. Not yet. I think that's how we thought it was for sure. And there Got wasn't it. even like a movie theater in our town. It was very much oh, just like, wow. Yeah, wow. Definitely picket fences. Like not even like a drive in tractor trailer joint. No, there was like a, a pizza place called Joe's Pizza. 
Shout out. Shout out to Joe's Pizza. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Incredible pizza. And like on 4th of July, they'd be closed for like four days in a row. And oh. they'd be like, if you call, you try to go get the pizza and be like, in honor of our great country, wow. we are closed July 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, all right. <laughs> Fucking Joe. <laughs> And there was like, what the fuck else was? There was the dugout, which was this like comic sort of like trading card and candy like place that was like two blocks from the high school, but more like middle school. Actually, it was more like the vibe. Yeah. And you just go and Joe was this dude that just had still is probably uh, and you just, you know, get baseball cards and get candy. I got a lot of candy. Epic. And like, there was not that much in the town. I mean, I'm really describing to you most of what was in the town. So like, like population of, I mean, it was like, it wasn't tiny. It was like 20. 3,000 maybe, but it just, I don't know. It's still fucking tiny. Yeah, and I think people just went to other towns for stuff to do, you know? I feel you. And then, and there was a, yeah, there was a woods called the Fells, which is a, I don't know. And then there was a reservoir called the Quabbin Reservoir. Maybe that's not the same reservoir, but there's a reservoir in the Fells, and there's a sign that was like, do not trespass, you know, or whatever. And we would just go, especially in high school. And go trespass for sure. in the woods. Because like, where else are you going to party? Where else are you going to hang out? Mm. Uh, that people's parents is home and stuff. I mean, occasionally, like, you know, oh, somebody's parents are out of town for the weekend. Three parties in a row. I mean, you know how this It's just like fucking the bird. You know? right, like, right. Was this a type of bird where it's like if you were born there, you were most likely staying there through high school? Like, just that oh, kind yeah, of like- definitely. And like, and I, and most of the people I'm friends with from there now live like a town away. My wow. closest friends, a lot of live in New York, but like most of the people, like, we'll go back. It's our uh, reunion, you know, every year, the night before Thanksgiving, we're all going to hang out. Back, yeah. back around, you know, Winchester. Yeah, the old stomping yeah. grounds. Yep, and uh, and the vibe is kind of rekindled in that way. Joe's Pizza's open then, though. Joe's Pizza's popping. It's On really Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I, I was always get uh, a Barks root beer with that, the pizza. Oh, wow. And they always had, and, and, and Joe's wife <laughs> cooks up the blondie, you know, like a brownie, but with like, you know, it's like, ooh, you know about? It's like, it's yeah, like, it's like a like vanilla flavor. Yeah, ooh, oh. yeah. So get the Shout blondie. Out to Joe's wife, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what the fuck was her name? <laughs> blondie, figuratively. Joe's <laughs> wife was lit. Everything in there it was incredible. It was tight. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What I mean, and there was yeah, it was just, it was it was just not that much happening. And and, and uh, but it's also just like the spirit of like adventure and just kind of like word. Mm. Like, yeah, we'll put a giant inflatable dick on top of the high school for senior week, you know, or like, yeah, I we're going to like feel y'all. Yeah. Or we've made our space in the woods and like built up like all this like shit that wasn't there, like cleared this little area of the, you know, and, and set up like fucking places to sit, which is using like logs and shit and like just and name these spaces. One was called Caldera. One was called Echo Spot. One was called Jumping Rock, which is in that song, High in the Woods. Mm. And it's just the spaces we kind of, it was like, oh, it was a party at Jumping Rock tonight. It was just this space that we just kind of found and just were like, oh, it's on the water. You know, there's, I feel you. Just, just fucking find something. Got the hookah, buy the hookah, bring the hookah to the fucking spot. Shout out to the hookah it's and the cool. burbs outside of Boston. It's crazy. I have like family that lives in the burbs of Cleveland. And every I go there every Thanksgiving. And there's, I grew up in LA my whole life. Yeah. And I always have kind of this like envy that I've, I've, I wish I grew up in the burbs. Just yeah, there's some part of me that really is infatuated with that. Maybe like boring as it may seem, it's like super cool to oh, just yeah. know everybody and have that community Absolutely. and be creative and like yeah, partying out in the woods and just having this vibe. It's kind of like a real family vibe when my fr- uh, friends, when uh, my cousins and their friends get together. It's like this really cool deep connection that happens that. 
it's um, I don't know. It's like this warmth. It's like summer camp throughout the year type shit. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah, um, it's kind of it's sort of like something very charming about it. Yeah, exactly, charming. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sort of like. I mean, it's sort of funny to say this, but like Superbad was like the first movie I ever saw that was I like, like that it. actually feels like what this I was like. Got it, you know what I mean? got it. And yeah. there had never really been, I mean, I think that's why that movie did so well. But I don't think it's just like, it's not like a Boston thing. It's like you said, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's suburbia think, USA. Yeah, I think if you're like growing up in LA or New York, it's probably a bit of a different vibe or something. For but, sure. But I think, I've, you know, I've played that shit for enough people that have been like, Yo, man, I connect with that song. When I was in high school, mm. we used to get high on the beach. And it's just like, oh, okay, you know, Different, different song, but yeah. it's like same vibe. But it's clearly the same thing. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I think just like the, I think the idea that outdoors is the only place you can escape, mm. like whatever your family and school and all the For pressure sure. around that shit, and just like find a, this freedom. And when you're at that age where you're just figuring everything out, you don't know. What mm. were you like as a kid? I was like, that's a good question. I mean, I was definitely like I, I worked and studied really hard, and that was like the main thing. I was doing a lot of classical music, which. Is something we can talk about, but I did classical exclusively for the first twenty plus years of my life. Really? Really? Wait, yeah. when did you start? Uh, I was You're playing like piano, like second grade for a minute, mm. for a long yeah, and then that was kind of like by ear, like more like casually. I mean, it wasn't like I was like regimented like into the like piano, like classical piano. It wasn't that as much. Yeah, but it was more just like I was. I was playing music kind of by ear and then I wanted to write music and I think just like my parents because of the, maybe it's the backgrounds they come from they they had like more of a classical instinct to where they were like let's get you a teacher or whatever you know okay and so that sent me down this road of like composing classical at music at such a young it, age yeah too. which is so this interesting is, this is over several years so that starts around like there was a bit where I was doing piano lessons after I'd kind of already taught myself. Okay. That's probably the two years where I played the least music of my life because I hated it so much. You hated playing piano. Wow. Good teacher, but it was just like, I just didn't, the structure was not mm. what I wanted. And I just, it maybe it killed the joy out of like, for me, it's by ear. I just figuring it out and mm. like making shit up, not reading it off the page as much. But yeah, so the composing, which has kind of been my like serious musical activity until I started doing this pretty much my whole life, that shit started like seventh, eighth grade, it was it was really like I wanted to be John Williams, like Star mm. Wars and Jaws and shit. Wow, like, yeah, right? Like, that's nice. interesting for a kid to have that thought. Like you just, yeah. you, you usually it it's weird. like I want to be in a band or I want to be a rapper or well, I was sort of outside of that whole thing. Yeah, like I I really didn't know what was going on in pop culture that much. My parents had no relationship to pop culture. But what about just like your friends? Or? I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly to this day don't fully understand how. Mm. Like, I mean, I was aware, like, oh, like, Eminem is on the radio right now, but mm-hmm. I never got the song. I never heard any of the, you know, I, I don't so know. so interesting. Yeah, and so, like, in the last few years, I've had this weird experience of, like, retreading all the pop culture ground of what was wow. happening when I was that age, being like, what was, you know, so what did, was this shit? Did your parents put you in piano lessons just as, just what parents do? Hey, I want my kid, he's going to learn a little piano, he's going to take a karate class, and then he's going to play some soccer. Was it I like- mean, I think that I don't think it was as much like they didn't have to push me into stuff. Got it. Like I was always someone that wanted to like take over the world and do shit just crazy Interesting. at a level, you know. Like so, what it was was like we had the piano in a, in the house, so I was just dicking around in that because it was there. Sure. That led to like singing in groups and stuff in middle school, whatever, like the choirs and shit like that, yep. acapella group, whatever. Thank you, and. I think what maybe I don't know exactly how this all went down, but it's some combination of like 
getting me the lessons, you know, of the composing lessons, which is a thing, I guess, you know, so crazy combined with like, uh, the orchestra, which is the Boston symphony had this thing called the Boston pops, which mm. is like during the summer, they'll, it's the same orchestra, but they'll do like more like film music and less classical and more like film music, more like, you know, now they'd probably have like John Legend comes and does a whole set with an orchestra, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, like, not like, to be confused with the Boston blips though. Yes. The blips. Yo, the blips are going to be, that's, that's, that's been my future for sure. There, there you go. So the, so the, I would see the Boston pops and John Williams like was the conductor of that shit through the nineties. So he would come mm. back, do all the music from like Indiana Jones and shit. And I think the combination of all those things got me like, Oh, I want to be up there conducting my score to fucking Indiana Jones or whatever. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's what it was, it's just like, that was what I was exposed to. It was a very like weird thing to be exposed to, but I had no was, part of it. That was your like, fucking like movie star lightweight. Like, that like, was exactly right. Which is such a weird person to have as your. Yeah. You know, it really is to be a kid that's infatuated with the composer of the film. Yeah. That's, that's wild. You just don't hear that. Well, yeah. the thing is also, dude, it goes deeper than that because I didn't even see these movies. I knew the Indiana Jones soundtrack. <laughs> I can feel you. I knew the Indiana Jones soundtrack. That's the first one, by the way. So that's why I'm shouting out. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. My dad got me that soundtrack. I still don't know why he got me that. And you, yeah, have you seen the movie? Well, now I've, yeah, everything. But it's oh, like, yeah. but there was like several years where like, you just were I knew the, the music for that entire movie, like backwards and forwards. Like I could play you the entire score and I'd never seen the movie. Wow. That's yeah. a trip. Fascinating. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Now that movie has like deep, deep sentimental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fucking great movie, by the way. It really is. That though. and the first one are incredible movies. Yeah, they really are. The second one's all right. But yeah. I feel like I'm glad you found out. Yeah, I was like, yep. But yeah. So when you were playing piano, just before you even got to to the the hit the bug for the composition, yeah. um, did you have uh, were you drawn to music in a in a way just through that, or did that really come later, or, or did you feel connected through the music, just as playing piano, despite just not drawn to music it? as like a life pursuit? Yeah, it was a while before it was like the main thing I wanted to do. It didn't. It there was it came to a head where like I was also like pretty good at like drawing and shit like that. Mm. So in terms of like school or whatever where you're actually like oh are you gonna take the art class you're gonna take the you know mm-hmm. i was doing kind of both and then it came to a head where in like i think 10th grade it was like too many classes and i had to pick mm. and it was just, i just was like all right i guess music it was really like i actually really wasn't sure about it at all so it was like a bit. fucking coin flip like almost pretty much man and i, I think creative coin actually, flip just like, like it could have easily gone a different direction like and i was good at math too i mean i could have just decided that's what i was you know like i loved math you know what i mean Word. like you never know with this shit but um it's insane to hear that and then kind of think yeah. about like the, the 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 progression from like music composition all these things like because well, yeah. like composing is what's so crazy about composing is you're not playing an instrument. So imagine being a kid obsessed with such a deep level of music and passion for music and you're not playing an instrument and you're not singing. You're literally writing music. It's wild. But I think that's also why I really relate to what's happening right now with producer artists Mm. who don't perform anything really, you know, or like legendary music producers. Sure. Like Mm. their job is to like curate other people's sound and make it into something you know, yeah, or absolutely. Like, or like move notes around in a fucking yeah. software or whatever. But it's they're not they're not playing guitar. I think most of those guys don't play. Anything yeah, usually, they're just know? bringing in. That actually, think to me is more related to what I was doing classical than like if I had gone to be a touring I, pianist. That's actually that, the f- yeah, yeah. I can cool. definitely agree with that. Like just putting sound together. That's yeah. what it was. When you were composing, now. did you have? Um, was it through like a program where yeah. you also oh, you could hear what you were composing? Yeah, or? it was really shitty though. So it's a 
there's two. There's, it's like video game sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was like there was MIDI, but it's like you know if you're if you're making pop music or, or whatever or like indie music or whatever like you're you care about what the sounds sound like mm. but here the point was just to have a mock-up for yourself because the <laughs> final product when you're a classical composer is a, a printed sheet yeah and then the musicians take it and they that their whole that's a whole other process for them to be wow. like okay i'm gonna yeah. like slow down a little bit here and they're gonna interpret it whatever oh wow so i mean so yeah so so the, the program was it was like a score editing thing and mm. what i'm making is visual moving notes around and yeah, you can hear it because it, it would really suck if you couldn't hear it because you just really have to use your imagination, which yeah. I can do, but it's just not. It's just it it makes it a lot less fun and you know just a Absolutely. lot more like just frustrating. I think, but I mean that's what Beethoven did. Obviously, you know, it's just like Fuck. you just have to be like, well, this will sound like this and it'll be great, you know. But yeah, so I would at least hear at least like the pacing and the mm. feel of it, but it would just be like ugly ass like violin samples and like, <laughs> right. like yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing it all like kind of like his placeholders. Yeah, yeah, just just to just to just know to what it's going to sound like. But I mean, yeah. you do get a little caught. That was always like a bit of a challenge. It's like I want to make the thing sound better for my own sake, while knowing that, that, is, <laughs> that that's not going to fucking affect, right? You know, or like the trumpets aren't loud enough. I can put in a marking that'll make them play louder in the track, uh-huh. but which would also make them play louder in real life. And I know that in real life you don't want them to play louder because it's going to be fine. Right. right so you right. end up in like doing these things. It's just like you know, like I have to remember not to mental do that note shit. to take. I don't want to make it sound better to me because that's not actually what's going to sound like. You know, it's like it's an like approximation. I have to wow. Remember. Yeah. What was composition? <laughs> I'm just going to nerd out on some music shit. I just because, dude. Because I, I can, yeah, yeah. I come from. L- polar opposite of playing like punk music and hip hop yeah totally by ear with terrible form yeah so I mean sorry no yeah what oh you nailed it man oh what <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I was surprised I was saying yeah, and you were just like, man, I suck. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, dude, I was terrible. Yeah, 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 totally, bro. Yeah, my bad. Um, with with composition yeah. class, so first, was this something you told your parents? Like, look, I really don't like the piano, but yeah. I love what I'm reading. Well, I love the piano. I actually do love it. Or playing, but the not piano. The, yeah, Sorry. not being told what to. Yeah, got it. The I whole. Was, I wanted to be free. I think it just was. It, oh, the it, actual lessons of it. It fit better with what I was doing on piano, which was like I didn't like being like, "This is what it says. Play it this way." Yeah, got it. I like just making shit up. Yeah. So composition was like a way to creative flow. Okay, you're making cool. shit up. That's your job now, and it's just so, like you know, and that was still tricky because you learned that you actually need to think about shit more than just you know. Absolutely. But it was closer to what I was excited about. And mm. I think just having John Williams as like this hero of mine at that age or whatever, that was like, okay, well, maybe what's the path to that, you know? And so, mm. but I guess, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's just like my parents or just how I am, but there was always like a, what is the career thing of this? Even at that young age. It wasn't like, we're going to, it wasn't like, here's step one, two, three, like, yeah. you're going to go to this college. Yeah. It wasn't like that. But it was, I think I always just wanted to know, like, well, what would I actually have to do to do that? Like, what is, you know, I want to just actually do it. I, it wasn't enough to just do it, like, in this kind of, like, I'm making music, isn't that fun? It was always just, like, I actually want to be on that stage doing that. Like, what, what do I have to do to do that, you know? Which is crazy to find yeah. something like that at such a young age. Um, it's just, it's so hard to, we grasp towards certain things growing up, whether yeah. it's sports or, you know, art or, or writing and to find something like composition at that young age and be like, yeah. that is where I want to go and that's what I want to be. That trajectory starts there because yeah. isn't it high, a highly competitive thing too? Yeah. Well, like, what's interesting is like being in the classical world, like 
almost everybody you meet there has been like a hundred percent doing that since mm. you know they were 10 or something you know what oh I mean? yeah it's very rare that no, it's like sports that, that at 18 was like maybe i should do class you know it's just like so in a way it's like every single one of them like and it actually there's something kind of interesting about this because you like you never know if any of them really at their heart should be doing it you know because they all got yeah. on that path a little bit early and yeah. i think there's something kind of weird about that and it's not even as bad <laughs> like as the like, self-fulfilling prophecy like, like way too young even worse or something you know or like child yes. actors or something where it's just like they had no say in this decision you, <laughs> For know? Real though. you know and that's kind of fucked up so johan you will play the piano <laughs> yeah i mean and compose. it wasn't that and so i don't want to make no, it sound like kidding. for me yeah, and no, i always no, no, felt, totally get it yeah. no i know and so what's funny is i actually kind of want to like I'm grateful that I felt late to it, you know, because yeah. it was like 10th grade and I was starting to go to the summer, like the prestigious, whatever classical music summer programs. <laughs> and they'd all been doing it for like six years and I'm like two years in or one year in. And yeah. I don't know what I'm doing as much. And they, they know a lot of people and they know, the, you know, the competitions and shit. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. You know? And so I felt like I was like late to the game then, mm. which is actually something I can connect to now because I feel I'm, I'm definitely like older than most of the the aspiring pop stars I work with, you know, it's just sort of like, okay, like what is this about? And kind of, that's a trip to Interesting me. experience to have, but, but also you had like knowing that you wanted to do something really special, like from the onset. Yeah, it was gradual. I mean, there was also like a four year period where I just wanted to design roller coasters for a job. You know I mean? Like <laughs> when the fuck was that? That was like, <laughs> you know, Probably third. This motherfucker yeah, just second, blat, blat me on the head. Blat, like second to sixth grade. I'm just saying, like it wasn't just like I'm no, gonna be no, miserable. For sure, life, but, no, yeah. for sure. But like yes. now that you brought that up, I love roller coasters. When did this little like Sims World roller coaster edition? That's good because it was actually yeah a lot of I feel a lot that. of roller coaster tycoon. Shout out shit. to your tycoonedness. You yeah. know what I mean? You, know, you can you can play that shit on your phone now. <laughs> they made it in an app form. You Wild. Can put it on your phone and play. When it. was that? I'd say like second to sixth grade, maybe like word. Yeah, just like, mm. I mean, I don't know where any of these things started. And I mean, I don't think I was ever off like, top. And this isn't like the first forty-eight where it's like, oh, oh, it wasn't then. <laughs> Yo, I can also oh, like talk about roller coasters like a long time if that's like really. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I was a big geek about that shit, and yeah, and still like kind of like maintain like a foot and just a little. Of that well, take, like take us through like a little foot shimmy though. Like I wanna. What? I mean, I literally like throw something at like where are you from? Uh, You're from the Bay. Bay. The Bay. Great America. Parks up there. Great. Oh yeah, right. Is is this same? Top Gun? Top Gun. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you about Top Gun. Like, tell me about Top Gun. I, used to love I can tell you what colors it is. I can tell you the manufacturer. You know what's wild? Yeah. Top Gun. When I was a kid, there was. I'll never forget this. There was this one used time. To be Paramounts, but it's not anymore, right? I feel like it and was. So like, I used yeah. to go to. I used to go to to, to Great America. <laughs> I had a summer pass with uh, my boy Joey Valone and his family. Like there's like a family from Buffalo that. Moved into our apartment complex, whatever. And they used to always get me a summer pass. It was me, my boy's mom, and his grandma, who was the best. And it was the funniest shit, because like, I remember one time Top Gun, we were like hitting the corners, and I'm just this like chubbalicious fat kid, and I sneezed. <laughs> And had this fucking booger come down. Oh. And, and, no, and, no, but literally imagine, like, it was lit, though. Like, because, like, literally, like, you hit these turns, and my head was literally just, like, shot down, and I couldn't lift it back up. And I had this booger just <laughs> oh, bobbling. Oh, God. Just bobbling the whole fucking ride. And that literally christened my memory of Top Gun wow, forever. Man. Just, like, this booger bounce. That's wild. Pre-flubber type shit. The cap on that story Shout ought to be the, the, booger the bounce. on-ride photo of you with that shit <laughs> coming real, out of here. Yeah. Just straight booger bounce, though. That's disgusting. 
Thank you, though. <laughs> I mean, hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, Top Gun solid. That's really funny. Swiss manufacturer. What's your, like, it, is there a roller coaster that you love that you have not been on yet? That, There's, like, like the, 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 this grand, is me trying to, like, fucking, the granddaddy of all fucking, like, wait. The granddaddy amusement park, just for anyone that fucks with this shit, is yeah. this place, Cedar Point in Ohio. Yep, I've been there. Okay. Gemini. So you know, Gemini. But that's a classic. I mean, now that, that's, that's a old school shit. <laughs> now there's like, there's like 10 or 12 rides there that have been. No, I know. You know that's a classic. Like just I'll all record breaking rides in their own Really? Ways and like, yeah, Cedar Point. All of that crazy. shit. I would just go there. Like, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know it was the, the granddaddy of all It is absolutely like number one in the world. Like all really? of those rides are there. Yeah, it's crazy. Shout out to and my cousin like Adam Diamond right now. Here. I know you got the tingles on your arm because we just shout out Cedar Point. Cedar Point is crazy in Sandusky, Ohio. I can tell you a really? lot of shit about that. Yeah. But that's that's like yeah. I feel that, that's epic though. That's like the Kanye. I, of, well, I went on my first my first roller coaster was at Cedar Point. It was Gemini. That was my first roller coaster. Nice. It's a racing coaster. They they run two trains on different tracks. They like shut the ones fuck ahead up. around this turn, then the next one. You know, it's tight. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, it's tight. <sighs> When the fuck are we all going, though? But I want to go to Magic Mountain since I've been in L.A. for a minute. We're going. I, I still haven't gone yet. Let's do that. We're going. Yeah. Magic Shall Mountain's we? great. It's got a... That, they actually have crazy. the most roller coasters in any park in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. It's them and Cedar Point are always, like, jockeying for it, but... Do they really? Wow. But but Cedar Point's on, like, a like a pretty much an island, like a peninsula. So Shout out to the Cold War of roller coasters out. going on without us knowing about it. You know what I'm saying? Cats are harping up roller coasters oh, out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like this whole fucking... <laughs> fucking love Ohio and California just talking about for the roller coasters. I know, it's kind coasters. of a weird rivalry. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love that you know like the industry of roller coasters too. Oh, yeah. That's fucking well, that's awesome. A, yeah, there's like a whole... like There's like forums and shit. It's just like any other thing that people are dorks about. It's I like, feel you. Yeah. You just dove in. And they all know about all the shit, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, I kind of left that behind, but I just sort of like, I keep an eye on it. Yeah, you got that, like it. that, that dilly-dally devil just, with it. Just fuck, I love roller coasters. They're so cool looking. It's like right I before he goes that. to sleep, he's on his phone. He goes to the rollercoasterforum.com. Yeah. So I haven't like, been on the forums in a minute. That's just, I don't know, there's something about forums that's just like a little bit too much. It's just like, <laughs> these people are just, I can't quite do it, you know? <laughs> that, that was fun, more fun when I was a kid, but it's just like, <laughs> you know? Not just in, just any forum. You're super know? hyped with it. Just all forms. All forms. <laughs> you know, Attention, you know all I mean, forms. Though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we all had a phase where we, like, we lived like, on the Oh, forms. he changed his avatar. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, the form, <laughs> no, the form that I was on for a long time, where, and you, where you just you have a moment where you're just yeah. deep in the form game, Absolutely. was okay player. I was just on the That's form. That's like more respectable. Though. That's like a little mainstream. But this was like 13 years ago. And it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. you were cool. You were ahead of it probably. Yeah, it was cool, man. Hey, I like the What roots. was the heyday of forms? That's like 2000. Yeah. Maybe six or something, right? Probably. Yeah. Kind of shit was like AIM when, or yeah, when that shit was popping. I feel like AIM was, was a little earlier. before that. It was yeah. earlier. Yeah. AIM is tight. I put AIM chat noises on my EP. You know it's going That's totally right. out of business right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, they killed it. Yeah. Oh, me, did they like already kill it? Yeah. yeah they oh, they already it. did. Like, yeah. Like two weeks ago. Oh, shout out to the guy who's like, hey, it's coming. Yeah. And then the other guys. Motherfuckers Reader's Digest has been sitting outside of the crib. No, this is a thing on like. It was like, you know, a week or two right. government was just like posting like, oh my God, AM. Yeah, is true. Like, Everybody like, had their top moment. Like, what yeah. was my last away message yeah. the last time I logged in nine years ago? I lightweight had a pro, like, yeah, more, probably. Called Large Lover 1987. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Large Lover? Baller for Life 1987. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is the young kid shit, you know what I yeah, mean? Everyone had horrible names. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely horrible. I had a friend who was Killer so Koosh. And so she messaged pink. me one time, be like, does my name sound like a vagina? <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're like 13. I'm just like, I don't think, I didn't really know if it sounded like a vagina. You know what I'm uh, I don't know. Now I would just be like, yeah. It's like ne- nectarine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that little tangent we went on. No, but for real though. Yeah. We, no, but we but need. But that is, by the way, if we're talking about the, the life I'm yeah. trying to capture, like that shit. Yeah, 100%. making plans on AIM and shit like that was 100% what this whole thing is about. Well, AIM was such a huge part of the culture. I mean, of just pop, of pop culture. Like, For sure. I remember shit like you could post in your, what do you call it? The bio, whatever the fuck, the profile shit, whatever. You'd post a thing that would, you'd put it in and it looked like it was a quote from somebody. But everyone that looked at it, it would say it was their name. Oh, wow. this shit? I feel so you they'd be that. like, I no. didn't fucking say that. Oh, and yes. you're just like, ha, I got you. Yes. I think it was percent and just like, you know, it was just like code for just like whoever's reading it is their name appears there, you know? And you could do it. Just like I fucking, fucking shenanigans. Feel you shenanigans. Straight covert shenanigans. Dude, yeah. Total shenanigans. Shenanigans. That's the greatest. There's a moment on Good Kid Mad City where he keeps talking about shenanigans. Where was that? I don't know. It's in one of the like transitions, one of the skits. Yeah. It's such a fucking. Shenanigan. Just being like, you getting up shenanigans? Because, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I, I remember listen having... Listen that album again. Like, I, literally, I literally listened to it on Sunday. Okay. Oh, good. really? Yeah. After through and through. Game. Yeah. Promise that you will sing about me. That song was crazy. <laughs> Bro, was that, that, that's my favorite record on that, on that project. It's incredible. It's fucking incredible. Strings, man. Shout out to Rocky too with the Black Boy Fly joint. Unreal. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah. What what were you and, and your friends like like in middle school and high school? Cause you had so now now yeah. that we like no, but now we have this like young dude, super smart, music, thanks, mathematics, little roller coaster dribble dwabble in it like what what was your squad, what, what was your squad <laughs> like you know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody was like maybe it was tyler somebody was just like i'm having oh i think it was travis scott maybe just like i'm gonna have rides at my next tour Fuck. or somebody like that just recently That'd be lit. i can't wait to be on that shit That'd yeah so lit. so like it's it's good you ask that because it's like the stuff I'm describing is something that I was like around. Got it. But there was like a central group of like five or six dudes and like a couple of girls that I, I'm like, I'm close with all those people. Mm. But it was more them, and okay. I was more like the sort of like dipping in and out. You know what I mean? Okay. Which I think is part of why I kind of like it's such a thing for me. Respect. Because I had this like view of it. Like elaborate. Elaborate on that. Like well, there's a couple elements. One is like. I think it was a little harder for me just the way my parents were and the way shit was like for me to sneak out mm. than it might've been for, you know, I think like some, were, were some of my friends could just be, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I wouldn't say like, they just wanted me to like do well in school and shit, you know, whatever. I think everyone kind of did that to some degree, but it's just like, like if I, if I left school and just didn't come home for four hours, of that explanation, like I think there would have been like, what, what, you know, mm. they would have been like freaking out, but it would have been just like, it was harder to do that. Whereas with other dudes, it's just like, no one cares and no one's even home. It doesn't matter. You know? Sure. So I think like for that reason, I was just like a little bit, I wasn't privy to everything that happened. Mm. Got it. 
which means that I wanted to be a part of it. That, you know what I mean? And so once once we all like went off so to like college, they, they like shit, sheltered it like a little bit. So we would come back on the summers from college. That's actually when I was more fully in it. Got but it. I, in a way, like I feel like they were often like reliving memories of stuff that I wasn't always there for. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's this kind of like I always felt like I was like slightly outside of it. You know, which is a bit I think part of why maybe I if you want to talk about this psychologically, sure. that I'm like probably working through that on, you know, like I want to relive all that shit where they maybe got the full experience and Denver had to, but it's for me, it's just like, I could easily go back and do former years of high school in that world and be happy. Whereas a lot of people do not feel that way. You know, for me, it's like, I was just like, just by the end of senior year, I was just like, Oh shit. You know? Oh really? Like I want to just do all this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was like a little bit more studious and maybe a little less, uh, yeah, just adventurous. Were your parents like but, strict? Or was it more of like, just like, kind of like... I don't like, know. I mean, I, I guess at the time I probably felt that way. But in retrospect, I just feel like, I don't know. I think, I think all parents are kind of like afraid yeah, of for fucking sure. up and afraid of their kids. You know, mm, you know what sure. I mean? I think they're, they're, we're just a little more neurotic. So maybe it's just a little bit more of that. But Do you have brothers or sisters? I have an older brother, yeah. I think he had it way worse. I think that's true, by the way, for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, bro, like, anybody that becomes a parent doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, yeah. the first time, the first kid, you're yeah. just like, we have, you know, and then once he was okay, like, like no, I got a No little, parent. Like, I got the a, cycles of all yeah. of life know sure. what the fuck goes on when exactly. they have a kid. Oh, yeah, it's, that's clear, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm sure I'll know that much more viscerally one day than For I do sure. now, but yeah, like, like I, I got away with definitely a lot more shit than my brother did, you know, and I think yeah. we're, we're different people, I think, for some reason, you know, or in the some na- ways. The nature-nurture aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely, you know, um. But yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, I definitely was friends with all these people and it was definitely like my crew and stuff, but I just wasn't, I wasn't there for every single thing that happened. Gotcha. It was much more like my, my, some of my favorite, most memorable nights were the nights that I like got to fully just wild out mm. in the fucking I f- woods. I fucking feel and especially that. senior year once I like got, cause I got into like college early and shit. So it's like after that, it really didn't matter, you know? That's and a so, beauty. So then, yeah. that suddenly, it definitely like, my, that, yeah. When it kind of hit. My grades took a nosedive, I think. And I just started being like. For sure. Yeah. You already I got I started in. getting high and shit. I mean, that was a big part too. Like, you know, junior year is when I started smoking weed. So I was like, I think that definitely changed a lot of things. But it is driven by like a little fear. Because I, I totally relate with what you're saying. I kind of was like that too, to an element where, yeah. man, my mom was just very hard. Like she, my mom was a teacher. And she was just very hard on me in terms of like doing your homework, but also instilling like you need to be kind of successful. Yeah, yeah. There was just that feeling that, I don't know, just like that mom's feeling. It's wild though also because like it really does mold you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, forever. My parents, it's a trip because. Yeah, not in a bad way too. No, it, it, it just molds you because like. I feel like I got my finagle finagle from that because all my parents said to me was literally get good grades. We don't care what you do. Mm. So for me, it was like, okay, yeah. cool. Like school's easy. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get good grades. That's yeah. fine. But like I was able to do whatever the fuck I wanted. Like my senior year, I was absent 293 periods, but I got a 4.6 and a 4.8 that's that nice year. That's nice that they let you do that. It, it, no, <laughs> the, but the school let you do that. I mean. no, literally, bro. Uh, <laughs> The assistant principal brought me into his office and was like, because my AP lit teacher, I'd, so we had block periods, right? And I had a homie that was in the class before me, second period, I was fourth period. And he'd tell me when we were reading like fuck poems or like she threw a pop quiz out out of nowhere. So I'd always just be gone. But he brought me in 
and was like, your absences are affecting your grades and all this and all that. And like, I think he looked at me and like, I was this Persian kid that looked like hella like urban, just mm. just straight, like thuggish, ruggish. But I was in the top 15 of, grades were, yeah. of my school, fucking... right? So he said that and I was like, <laughs> pull up my fucking transcript, bro. And all of my absences were excused though. Because my mom literally was like, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he had dental issues. Or he, he was he was feeling 200 sick. 200 dental issues. Bro, it's wild. <laughs> my mom, bro, my mom would come in. It'd be zero period. I'd be like, mom, I'm not going to class today. She's like, okay, I love you. Just, you know, go whatever. That's but, incredible. Yeah, my, that was not the way with my family. I feel you. But yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. I think, yeah, there was just this implicit, like, I don't think they were ever really like, you got to get good grades. Like, I think I wanted to do well. And I, I really got joy out of it. Like, I really liked going into it. I mean, this sounds kind of crazy, but I, I like going into an exam and just fucking murdering it. I that felt that. awesome. You know? I feel and you. And I usually did that. That's usually what happened. You I feel I mean? you. So I think just that plus like not wanting to disappoint them. or I think that was just the vibe. It wasn't, you know. Well, that's what it is. It's, it's this feeling of like not wanting to disappoint. And also just this kind of like instill of fear. Like I, I got to get into a good college. I have the pressure of grades being such a big thing. Yeah. And like, I, th- I felt like I always kind of, I got good grades. I got just. A's, B's, like, but just the pressure of, you know, being very disciplined and being like, okay, I need to focus here. And, and like, I would not go and do some things that I look back on now. Yeah. Like, I wish I maybe partied more. Yeah, I wish I didn't too, take man. things more seriously. But then I'm like, well, if I did, would that have affected my... I'm sorry to know. Yeah, that, it, you I mean, and they would have, though. Like, Probably, the, yeah. That, that's but the that thing. Feel, like, that feeling of being kind of left out, a little bit of it, like, man, why was I so serious back then? Mm. I tried to be a little more hybrid with it, but yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying where you're like, because senior year, I totally feel you. That's when I was like, oh, shit, it's yeah, senior yeah. year. Yeah, senioritis oh, becomes a real so thing. Good. Yeah. I was like, why wasn't I doing this since freshman year? For real. But yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I know it's really hard to know like where did I think I've I mostly live under like a like a premise like I right now I mostly buy into the idea that like somewhere around 16, 17, 18 is when you become the person that you know Mm. I feel you and whatever shit you're insecure about then that will be you will be fighting that for the rest of your life you know and I think that is pretty much you know what I mean and I think it's I can definitely dig that I want to do the things I want to do but it's like if I had been totally just like the fucking king of my high school i probably wouldn't feel the need to do anything you know and most and people do and, and, and a most, lot of those kids most, that do that they, their lives suck now it's insane like, they're literally <laughs> like the hometown heroes like yeah. wait like they're married yeah. early have yeah, kids you know, early so yeah like, i'm grateful you know i mean sure you for sure i don't know like which what's better for know? sure it's or so they cool. stay I, that I, person I, in high school and yeah. that's where they they peak at that moment yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah i think and you're like wait that was it that's why, like every like in hindsight, it's twenty twenty. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You look like I know, I know. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's all good. For sure, it is. It all works out, but hell yeah! You it mean, does. I mean, you really think about it, like, like Oprah, like she had a horrible childhood. Horrible. Yeah. So, do you think Oprah is glad she had such a horrible childhood? And I mean, that bro, inspired I her to be I, a billionaire, I, well, uh, here, or do you think <laughs> Oprah would be happier no, if no, that no. had never fucking happened? Or I don't think I, 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 I don't person, think we'd have Oprah. Instead of well, having to uh, fight this, we wouldn't. I'll for us, it's clear what the winner is. <laughs> I think. But you. for her, though, if she could have just had a normal life mm. and not like, there's probably something inside her that's still eating away at her. Well, for sure, she's gonna go make another hundred million dollars next week. You know, <laughs> for like, oh, sure. I mean, look at like Tony Robbins is another person who kind of he had a terrible childhood and he talks about this stuff but his kind of outlook on it is 
he has this whole thing about blame. He's like, if you're going to use that, like, oh, I had a horrible childhood, which is why I'm a fuck up today or, or whatever, like use it as an excuse. If you're going to blame that, yeah. he's like, you know, blame that stuff in the right ways. Like if I didn't have that horrible childhood and if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to appreciate my wife, yeah. you know, because yeah. I had such a horrible mother. So now I know I cherish that. Yeah. I wouldn't have this type of drive, this type of work ethic if I didn't see it or live through this. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's just about the perspective you have and look to each their own. You might be totally right. Maybe at the root of all, all of it, they might be fighting that for years and being like, I mean, Fuck it, I'm going to make that. Right. Look at Kanye. Look at like, he's the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. And he is not fucking happy. I mean, he seems like he's happier right now than he was a year ago, but like, I mean, I feel like we all go through our, I feel like we all go through our, that looks terrible. No, he he doesn't look happy. He does not. But we all go through our ebbs and our flows, bro. Like we have, like, this is the thing. Like I, you know, I look back at it now, like from what we, like what I've experienced in high school and like all this shit. And it's like, I look back and it's like, I think about what I tell my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like during this time. And it's only like, you can only tell them to just enjoy it. Yeah. And it's going to keep getting better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because when we're in that high school mold, we feel that like, oh my God, we're not in, in the mix or this and that yeah. and the other as much as we want to be. Or some kids are, and they're that like hometown hero that stays in junior college for eight years in their yeah. hometown and then mm-hmm. like, you know, works at the pizza shop. But like, <laughs> when you really look back at your life, like I feel like the kids that have went through shit are always looking for something greater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't have that like hunky dory at all times and and feel motivated to like conquer the world type shit. True. It's a fucking. And I didn't even like go through shit. Like I also don't want to make it seem I didn't come out from you know. No, I feel that. It's fine. No, for sure. It's like no matter who you are, you always seize upon the whatever things didn't work perfect for you. That shit, and I I really believe like whatever shit wasn't perfect for you when you were sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You'll ne- it'll always be about that. For sure. Like your definition of success and happiness will always be about those things and getting those things that you didn't have. That's interesting as fuck. Very interesting. Yeah. Crazy perspective. Yeah, it really is though. I want to uh, take us through this. Like academics were heavy for you in high school. Music was obviously. Music, yeah. So I was like, I was in the acapella group. Okay. I oh, ran really? the acapella group for two years actually. Oh, okay. really? That was, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Because so this is, okay. why you, this is how you know how to sing. This is it's complicated. It's more complicated than that, and I'll okay. tell you why. Uh, I only have ever sung bass in acapella groups, oh. so I never was going up on the mic being like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like I was always just like literally my life in those groups was like doom, but doom doom. doom, doom, doom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm good at that shit, and I understand music, and I was able to sure. write these parts out, and I understood you know how how to arrange, wow. uh, all the arrangements and shit. But I never really had the confidence to get on the mic. And I, I think I was a little scared of it. I mean, I always would do it, but I, it was never like, I wasn't like the star soloist of the group by any means. You know, I really kind of hated it. And a big part of that also was that all the songs we would do were like Maroon 5 range, gotcha. which I can't sing. Yeah. And I, you know, you're saying like I sing really high on High in the Woods and a lot of these songs. And I sing, and obviously I speak really low and I can sing down here if I want. But like, there's this middle range which is like Bruno Mars, Adam Levine territory, that I cannot do at all, and, and I sound horrible on all of those songs. Wow! Unless you move into a different key, or whatever. So it's like that's the shit we were doing in the group, so I could never do it, and I never really. I was just like, oh, I guess I have too low a voice to do this, so I would just, mm. I just, I'd stay out of the spotlight, 
and be the genius behind the scene, just making the whole orchestrating it all. Yeah, yeah, like directing it and shit like that. And so you, that was, you would arrange it and compose the the different parts. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did like twenty five arrangements for my high school group. Awesome, fucking lit. And I did, yeah. And so and so that was like a good, but it definitely was a moment. It's that, and then there was this talent show in eighth grade where I played like New York State of Mind by Billy Joel on the piano and sang it. And again, I didn't really know any like contemporary pop music, but I knew just some random shits like that. And yeah, and I did that, and and people went nuts. And that was a moment of like, oh shit, like there's something here. And it took me a long time to be like, oh, I should actually be a singer and an artist. You know, that was there was like a ten year gap in there. Yeah, but but it definitely was a moment of like, oh, music. Like, like people like that I'm good at music. That's something that actually gets me that kind of love that I and want. And the reception from felt my friends good. And my, you know, the community. So, yeah. So that was definitely, those two things were what drove it for that period of time. That's fucking epic. Awesome, well, man. And the composition, actually, the classical shit was like a side thing that everyone knew I did it. Yeah. And it was very easy for people to be like, oh, musical genius. Because they it's just like, it just makes sense. Like, oh, he composes music, you know. Yeah. But no one actually ever heard any of that music and no one knew what I was doing. It was just very, sure. just like separate life of mine with these classical nerds. And then in high school, wow. I was like the acapella dude, and I did the fucking the plays and shit like that. And so, yeah, but it was all very nerdy on both sides of it. I could dig <laughs> if you that. put it all together. None of that shit was cool. I could dig that though. I mean, but but it is though. It's swag. It was cool yeah. in the swag, bro. It is funny yeah. though when you meet people that are in high school making like incredible like indie electronic music, just like. <laughs> Those people must really have no friends in high school. <laughs> like, their life is on the internet, you know. But oh, yeah, for, for them, like they're the ones that are like, when you like this nineteen-year-old producer is like taking over the world. Like that's those people, you know. For yeah. real, I wasn't anywhere near figuring that out at that time. And you, you hadn't like really started. Um, aside from composing, you hadn't really touched because I want to kind of get into this aspect too. Yeah. You were kind of out of touch with pop culture, hundred percent. Completely, yeah. Which is so, it's just weird wild. to me. Yeah, it was wild. I still don't really get it. Like, because I, I guess most people don't, it's not like your parents, that's always how I explain it. It's just like, oh, my parents were totally disconnected from pop culture, but like, why would anyone else, no what one else takes it from their parents. <laughs> what, what about just your friends? I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I honestly can't figure it out. I mean, I think maybe because I was just a little detached from like the, it wasn't like, oh, we're all going to see this movie. Let's go. Mm. Like, I probably wasn't there when that shit was going down as much, but. I really, this is something I'd love to figure out about myself. Honestly, yeah, bro. Like a deep, it's, a, it's a deep such dive a, maybe I'm just a weirdo. I think maybe I just never cared. I don't know or something. I never felt the need. So I think some people maybe they want to know what everybody's talking about. So was your, I think it, I was always just like, but it's also like okay. a, a thread that connects so many people too. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, aside from like, oh, I I don't listen to that type of music or I'm I'm not really yeah. up on that. But it's also this being um, it's something that people share. Right. I think, yeah. Maybe just having less of a, like, not the most active social life, maybe may, insulated me from that a bit. Mm. And also, I mean, the stuff you were listening to and, and attracted to was not what your average 16, 17 year old kid. But, like, I'd go to what my, like, my parents would go to some party and I'd just, like, talk to all their friends, you know? Yeah. And I was great with adults, you know what I mean? I feel like, you that's know. Of course But it's not know. like I was talking to the adults about music, you know, it's whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I think maybe I just was a little bit disconnected. Like middle school. Were you bumping like classical? Like, was and then, that- yeah. Well, then at some point, I was so deep into that shit that that yeah, I was, it was that, and like also musicals. I was really into like musical theater for a long time, and I still am actually. But yeah, so it was a lot of just like kind of weird shit like that. But but still, I mean, there's still a lane there though. Yeah, yeah, and I was friends with people that they were into that stuff a little bit. Yeah, it's just interesting to to 
I guess hearing the music you're doing now and what you're pursuing now, and we'll get obviously get there. Yeah. But to come from a background of like not knowing really about Eminem or listening to like Outkast in the like, states, lightweight. Like, I mean, like, yeah, like, like even yeah, like third yeah. world countries are like five I'm years behind. It, but not like I never like click play on it on Hey Ya. I mean, I definitely know how the song goes because I just heard it everywhere. Right. Yeah. But I never like, like click play on it. I never like I didn't. I don't. I didn't know what they so looked in, like. That's so interesting. And I love that Hey Ya is like the. That's right. so interesting. But yeah, yeah, but that was the moment. Because I remember, I remember sure. that actually because that was when I was trying to get into the acapella group and they were singing that song. <laughs> yeah. and it was like this big moment because everyone was talking about like, that song. Hey. That's like one of that's like it the biggest was, hit yeah. in the past like fifteen years or something. Crazy. Like, like the success of that song is apparently like, I think I read this somewhere. It's, it's like pretty unprecedented. Bro, that song was giant. Yeah, it was insane. It's also like a weird song. If we're gonna nerd out like musically, it's a pretty, and I think that's often true of like some of the biggest songs. Mm have that place in the culture because they're actually like a little off you know like like a weird chord progression or like a weird rhythm or something like like the number of bars it's 15 bars in the chorus yes yeah it's like not normal that's fucking wild and i think like that actually is often a big reason why something is just like i believe the whole world has to deal with it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it is a little off like i believe andre and i hope i'm right with this but fact check me out there yeah (laughs) <laughs> but real news real news um I, I believe andre had like a bass player come in to play that line do 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 you know and it was too perfect so instead he played it because he wasn't that great and it like worked perfectly andre yeah well andre's a fucking weirdo that's yeah. why it's good but that's why it's like because of course he would do 15 like no, and even if you, listen, if you listen to like the bass line in that that's why it's so dope yeah and if you listen to like the bass yeah, yeah line it's in all that, off the bass yeah the yeah. whole song is off the bass but line. it's like in yeah. the bass like yeah as a bass player it's hard to catch it like i'm like it's not really perfect there's, there's a yeah there's a there's a it's basically it takes it skips in one spot. Basically, yeah. that's how it kind of is. But even the feel of it, like I'm talking about, yeah, just yeah. like the actual feel oh, of, where, feel, yeah. of where he's hitting the note, it's not right on. It just feel, There's like this weird pocket that he tapped into yeah. that made it so perfect. And, and he's a musician. I actually think a lot amazing, of times like... Amazing. Yeah, it's like it's like technical skill sometimes can get in the way of like musicality. Hundred for percent. sure. I felt that the way it, 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 what was musical, like what was just human about it. Yeah, and that's why it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Absolutely. that whole that whole song feels like that. Yeah. The whole song feels human. That's a big thing about when you're in the in the fucking software now, just making pop songs, just like trying to make sure that you don't, you know, because because it's so satisfying to lock everything in, but sometimes you want to be like, that should just be a little late every yeah. time. Mm. You know, that snare right there should feel like a time, you know. Well, the one part that got me that can be hard. Yeah. In in high in the woods was the um, I, th- I told you about this that uh, tuba. Oh hell yeah! That was my girlfriend's idea. Love that. that she, brum, I think brum. she heard a tuba on like an Odessa record or something. Oh. But it was a totally different sound. Like theirs was like the Kanye like brah 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 brah. Oh. You know. And but she just told me she was like you should put a tuba in something because I heard in this song I listened to the song I was like oh yeah, and but but then it kind of made sense too because of marching band. Mm. High school marching band. I it's it's all you. the fucking same thing. Mm. And then once it fucking worked on that song, I've, I've, I've thrown the tube on everything. And I, I do my live show with a tuba player. I love that. Really? Because how are you going to see a live show with a tuba player and not be like, that's lit. Yo, did you see those dudes with a tuba? <laughs> Yo, like, how real, are you not going to. And a tuba is so like encroaching. It's dope. <laughs> it really is. And some it's of the bigger songs than most people. No yeah. Sense, it's just so, yeah. And I should, I should say, technically speaking, the dude is he's playing the sousaphone. Which is so the tuba is the one that you hold. It's like this. You knew this. 
The sousaphone is the one that wraps around your neck. You know what I'm talking about? It looks yeah. like a big fucking snake like around your neck. <laughs> a noose, yeah. Which is even better. That's <laughs> yep. Yeah. A noose. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, the, for sure. The, the sousaphone. Yeah. The sousaphone. No, 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 the the sousaphone. And the snozberry is here. I'll show you a picture, though. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The sousaphone right. is the marching band, the one that's like all around your fucking neck that you're right. on. Yeah. Which Epic. I love because it takes it even more to that place, and it's just so ridiculous. Fuck. It looks like the roots or something, but it's just like yeah. yeah in the yeah, context yeah. of the music I'm doing, it's like even more ridiculous. So it's like I could I'm dig very that happy about that moment. I could dig that, and yeah, yeah, I want weird shit. I mean, I want to always find something that's just like, what the fuck is that doing in that mm. song? That is how I feel like everything needs to be. Did you go to um? Did you go to college? I did. I went to college and I went to graduate school. Holy shit. Shut the fuck up. I got I got a graduate degree in classical composition. It was a, it was a six year. <laughs> I know it. Well, it's, that's a, that's, I think that's Anusha, probably Anusha, Anusha's awesome. angry with you. No, that was like, fucking no, awesome. That's just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. mind fuck. You know what I'm well, saying? I think that's also why I feel like oftentimes I'm like I'm with people that are much younger than me that are at the same place musically. Because I, in a way, I almost put my whole life on hold to just like to like go. Wait, hold on. So, so well, I did music all the time. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to. I want to. And I did the acapella. Like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is like going way too crazy on my sled right now. I'm going to bring this back. <laughs> Why did I bring I a Christmas right. reference up for no reason? It <laughs> doesn't right. Happy make Thanksgiving. Sense. We're, we're coming up on <laughs> on Halloween, right? Do y'all know an artist named Michael Christmas? Yes, a rapper. Yes, that's my dude. Lit. But I can't. I can't hear Christmas and not think of. Because we just call him Christmas. Yeah, Michael Christmas is fucking lit, though. He's incredible. Yeah, he really is. So I want to ask you this, though, then. At that nexus in, like, high school, you were you were working towards getting into colleges. You got into your colleges early. Did you have in my at that age, like yeah. that, like, 18, moving forward, did you have an idea in your head of, okay, this is what I'm going to be pursuing? It was go be a classical composer and maybe write musicals. Which was itself, a, those are two separate Fucking genres. wild. Yeah, and that was all true until, well, this is all, we, we can talk about college too, but the, the, the turning point is, it's, uh, I think it was Thanksgiving break 2010, I think it would have to be. Mm. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy just came out. Mm. I, I had not heard about it. I'm at home. You hadn't heard, hadn't heard about it. Yet, and this is the moment, and and a bunch of us are tripping on acid on Thanksgiving break. Shout out to fucking and my Thanksgiving. dude Greg, who I have to shout out because Greg, this dude is what up, Greg? This dude's responsible for a lot of things that have like deep in, interest in my life that just kind of like Love. where the fuck did that come from? Love. This dude, he sells shit really well, and Incredible. he was just like, dude, listen to this album. It was at, it was at a party. It was like a few of us, and they were just playing it all night, and uh, and and we're tripping. And it's that fucking album. And I'm a classical composer. I fucking And you know that album. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that was it. So, so then there was like a two-year period where I'm just listening to this album every week or two while still in grad school. That's when I started grad school. Classical music. Doing classical music. Living classical music. Still no relation to pop culture. But just listening to my music. Darkness and fantasy. when that wow. album, the intro so is, is just like. The first song is well, incredible. Yeah, it, the it, first song is It uh, kills. Dark, dark fantasy. Yeah. Oh. That shit is. Yeah, that's one of the biggest moments on that album for me. Wow. When it's just so ridiculous. And you're still epic. in this classical So music. epic. Yeah, and listening to this being like, how the fuck is this something that millions of people are listening to right now? Yeah. Because it's so, it really was, like it wasn't 100% the classical thing that I was doing, but it was just like, it was a lot of those things that I really cared about from that world and mm. it had grown to like really value in music represented in this 
like basically pop album, you know, from my perspective, pop music, just like, you know, yeah. culture music. Yeah. Yeah. So it took a couple of years of working through that, which is the couple of years I was in grad school. And by the end of grad school, I was just like, I'm going to go do pop music. Wow. That's insane to me. And for a while, I was just making shit that sounded like beats from my beautiful darkness and fantasy. I feel with, you. With like that's my a, vocals on hey, that, yeah. that, That's a great, great thing to look towards. It was tight. It's it it, it 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 trips me out how like the soul influences are classical only, like non pop culture at yeah. all type shit. And that's what I mean. Like not even what like you when you think to? about like like producers or like guys getting in the game. Like they they have like their their like I yeah. their their mentor producers or yeah, their like heroes that they look up to. Yeah. And it's like nobody in this sphere of music was on your radar at that point, even in two thousand fucking ten. Yeah. That's a trip. Crazy. And 2010, and aside, bro. And I'm saying aside even from college, dropout wasn't even on your radar. No. Not at all. You know, and that was actually a really weird experience because which is crazy. I went it was back. So, much, beautiful. so much Kanye has happened. Not even 808 yeah. heartbreaks. Yeah. Not even. Yeah, yeah, no. It was actually a really crazy which was, experience going back because the summer of 2013, Yeezus came out, and this is after the two years I'm talking about. Yeah. Finished with school. I'm in DC. I was I played piano in a play for two months. And I had all this downtime because the play, it's just every night and all day. I don't do it. You know, I just, I just bought a copy of Logic. I'm learning how to produce. I'm teaching myself how to write songs. I'm listening to Yeezus the whole summer. Darks, and, then, and then Darks is Fantasy. I'm just like, oh shit, I should probably Bro, like. these two Yeezy albums too, though. Unreal, those unreal. Those two, and like, I can talk yeah, about that all it's night. It's funny but, because like those are the two that like, yeah. it, like when you think about it, even pop culture wise, it's like, oh, what happened to the old Kanye? No. Those right? are the two, yeah. When when they think of these two albums, yeah. and these two albums are the ones that like hit you like that, yeah. right? It, it's a trip to me. But I'm going back and listening to fucking College First. Dropout in 2013, being like, how the "Oh, fuck this was, isn't that crazy." How, how this was that for weird. you? Well, it was really weird for me because it was kind of like it didn't have a lot of the things I loved about Darkness Fantasy. It took it took me a minute, but. I'm also just someone that has to listen to a song like five or six times before I really start to be like, okay, you know. Got you. And so I just forced myself. I was just, I, and I made a playlist on Spotify that was all of the kind of albums. That was my summer. It was just Yeezus and everything else before that in order, and just slowly getting into it. And you know, Which is first so songs, weird. the first songs they hit me were the sad ones, like fucking, uh, oh, the family business, mm. and fucking, uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, First song of second album uh, with Adam Levine. Oh fuck! Wow. I heard him wow. say. Yes, heard, heard him, him say. say. So all those things, and that one really hit me too. Because just like you felt this kind of like moment from him of just like, well, now I'm huge. Like what? What now? And there's this sort of like sadness to it, and that song's kind of sad to me. You know, like it really is though. And what's what's crazy though, even like taking it. Just back to when Kanye first came out. I'm a, yeah, please. With um, through the wire, like yeah. Oh, that song is yo, and I like, play that like dude. In the entire not, version too. Just that song is dude. Through the wire. Yeah. I remember being in Cleveland. Shout out to the Burbs. This is a, I was in Cleveland and I saw the video. Uh, was it the video? I think I saw the video of through That's the a wire. Great video. And yeah, I was watching. It's not a real video. It's sort of like a montage. Yeah, of, like a montage. Guy, exactly. Yeah. And I remember calling my buddy Amir, and I was like, yo, have you heard this song, Through the Wire, by this dude, Kanye West? And we were just vibing on that song. And I know, like, that's, I didn't know about Kanye's production prior or who he was as a producer. Yeah, yeah. This is really my first introduction to Kanye. They did a really good job. Completely fell and in love with the... Because like- what got me about that song was the bass line. It just was just... 
So, so great. Do, 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 do it's a crazy do, progression, do, too. It's, do, it's a do, fucking incredible song. Do, 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 I just love that, that real soulful, just like kind of sad Oh, my like God. That. Yeah. And that, yeah, exactly. That kind of. It's like a half diminished seventh <sighs> chord. It's so sad. You don't hear that in music right now. <sighs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the soulful, the emotional side of it yeah. uh, that you felt, you believed it, you, it evoked something out of you. And, um, that shit was crazy. And for me, honestly, like, I mean, I love Dark Twisted, love Yeezus, but to me, 808 and Heartbreaks was my favorite album. Yeah, yeah. Um, f- for that, that was the most Im- important album, I think, that he did. Just for the emotional, like... Like, in terms of culture. Yeah. That was the one that, that's why we're doing <laughs> what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, College Dropout was pretty crazy, though, when it came out. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah college I mean, College Dropout was college pretty dropout crazy. Was, was literally certified classic. Yeah, it was. moment cr- it dropped. It was crazy on kind of that cultural level. Oh, man, I wish I could have. 808 Heartbreaks was like, it felt like a maturity. And yeah, for it sure. was just, it was like. No, but people fucking hated it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 808 Heartbreaks was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, no, you, but people, people hated it. But I'm saying, I still got it. I know, but I'm saying. I loved 808 No, but like, you either loved it or hated it. There was no like. Because it wasn't a, it wasn't that pop album like that. Because, and this is what I'm saying, like, same with like. Do same with Yeezus. People fucking hate Yeezus. Same shit. But like, that's when it first shifted from everyone loving Kanye. Yeah. To 808 heartbreaks, you saw when I say he became an artist. Yeah, when I say maturity, I mean Facts. that's what I'm saying. When I say Facts. maturity, yeah. I mean like you saw him develop into like, oh shit, this person is fucking amazing. He yeah. just hit amazing status for me. Like he's well beyond just making these like pop songs. Yeah, this is now very fucking dope to me. Like 808, crazy. It's tricky because like I think a lot of people right now making music and coming up right now, that is the Bible. 808 and heartbreak. You know, and I think that I get why that's the case. You know, that and Kid Cudi's entire output, like, like Brockhampton or something, like those guys talk about. Bro, Cudi's a fucking monster, yeah, bro. And I get that shit. Kid Cudi, by the way, is incredible. But like, I think 808s to me is like, this was the moment where he was like, I'm gonna just try some crazy shit, yeah, and have the audacity to do it. I actually don't think a lot of the album really works. But it's but that's why I say it's important. Like he yeah. had to do that shit. It's art. That was the moment where it's just like this guy's gonna take risks and do crazy shit no matter yeah. what happens and try to push the culture forward. And it's like I think re- in retrospect, like there's only like four or five songs on there that I'm really just gonna bang on repeat personally. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of weird shit on there. But it's it doesn't matter. Like that point was that without that album we would not have like literally Drake would not exist without that album. For know? sure. So Factual. it's just like to me. But then I think to me personally. It's eight. Uh, it's, sorry, it's Dark Twisted Fantasy is where he, he, he fucking nails it and so on. You know, it's insane. Yeah, dark, it's, yeah, it's, it's, insane. It's, it's incredible to me how insulated you were from pop culture, yeah, in, 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 like, in, especially in a musical regard, like as a composer it's, and a creator. And then this Kanye like hits you. Well, that's because that's the one. That, that's the only one that could have connected with what I was. Well, that class of the intro. The can I get much higher? Is incredible. That, I think there were there were things that could have slept you know, like Saint Vincent and shit like that. The National that like people around me were kind of buzzing about that like could have maybe done it. But I just don't know. Maybe it's just coincidence or timing or whatever. But I think possibly like the Kanye shit was the only one of those things that had. The Do you fuck with Dead Mouse? Total audacity. I mean, not Dead Mouse. Fucking uh, wow. Daft Punk. Uh, no, that's what I'm gonna say because Daft Punk to me is one of the only other artists on that level. It's massive. How did I just blank? No, I was part of but like doing crazy shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. There's so many goddamn mouses. I was like Dead Mouse. No. I was thinking 
Fucking music gods, forgive me. Fuck. I fucking feel you. This is a funny thing though, because like you're like you're like you're now like fucking. How do I not know that? This is like the moment where I always I'm just like yeah. I did classical my whole life. Sorry, you know. I feel you. It's like I can just proudly be just like I feel ignorant, you. and I'm so. I'm fucking literally thinking ignorant. of I really danger. Am. I'm literally thinking of Danger Mouse say Dead Mouse, and I'm like, but like I feel like you're Danger Mouse is a producer. I just don't you, care. I just don't know anything. I'm and, still catching up. No, but that's the beauty of it. Like, that, and that, I get to experience it new now. Just and, in and that blank slate of yours. Yeah. But like, it's actually really interesting to me because. You come from a background and, and, a, and a desire to compose. Yeah. And now you're in this realm of, of music, wanting to do pop records and different types of, re- like naturally like different types of records, but yeah. like infiltrating this space with still a blank canvas, yeah. so to speak. Well, it's funny. I mean, it makes it hard to like, like I don't have allegiances to stuff as much as some people do, you know? Interesting, yeah, that's so true. There can, it's easier to get off track sometimes, you know? Because mm. it's just like, oh, well, that's cool. That's new to me. Let me try that. Let me try that. It's like, but I need to fucking focus and, like, keep it. A, you know what I mean? Yeah. You end up having to kind of create that control thing of, like, well, these are the rules. This is what Johan does. It's, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. Those are just the rules I'm going to make for myself, mm. you know? Because if I don't do that... There's no like 20 years of I just want to make this type of music and I finally I feel found you. it. It's yeah. just, it's cool. I'm, just like, I'm like a kid in a fucking candy shop. I'm just like, well, I can take the, these fucking Sour Patch Kids or I can run over there and get the chocolate. I, like, I don't really fucking know. I mean, I like it all and I really do. I fucking you feel know? that. And though. so it's like I got to fucking, yeah. And I think, but yeah, you hear that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's actually more of a gift to be honest. Yeah. You know, in the long run, I think so. But yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's because, pretty, well, right now in music, it's just so. Um, is so gray. Yeah. There, you, you don't have to be genre specific. You don't yeah, have you to even categorize anything. Yeah. And I think that's where your gift is really going to shine. And it and it already is, to be very honest. I appreciate you. Um, because it's a it is a fallback when you have that allegiance. Like, all right, well, and this is why it's so crazy to me that um, your disconnect from pop culture. Because I feel it's something that ident- is such a hardcore identity for some people. Yeah. Like it, it's just like, and you identify with your music, with the, what you wear, with yeah. who you associate with, with, what you talk about, what you believe in, and from all, all music is such a social thing. It's it, it's more than just like what you listen to. It's, it has such a social uh, yeah. effect. You know, I mean, for for just I think a lot of people involved in music. It's about being part of a culture. I think, especially yeah. for listeners. I think. And it's just like sometimes it's like you have to kind of live in that culture and commit to it in some ways to really connect with people. And it can be hard to be just kind of like looking at it as this like scientist in a lab just playing with shit, you know? And it's like it feels sometimes like it's something I envy though, man. Because honestly, having that commitment, it's kind of weird. Like it can become challenging, right? You you can box yourself into this is the person I've been. This is what I like. This is my identity. How am I gonna venture out of this? Or even try something new, yeah. um, because you're so locked into kind of who you are. I'm not. I don't fit into that shit. I just like I. I like things that are good. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what that's going to be, and it can change. And I want to just have that flexibility. And I think, but it's also tricky because it's just like you want you want to present people with something that they can make sense of. Yeah, and, and I also I, th- I think that's part of what art is. You know, just give them a story that they can fucking relate to and enjoy and like you know 100 percent 
No, 100%. And, and it's a story and it's a vibe and it's a feeling. That's why, you know, when we were talking before this, it's like putting out music and, and doing what you're doing now and experimenting and finding yourself in this journey and treating it like a journey, right? Like yeah. treating it as embracing that discovery aspect of yeah. it. Because um, people are going to buy into to you, you know, and who you are. And they're going to either be fans of who you are and what you do, whether you write yeah. that type of record or that type of record, or it may change. And I think going back to even Kanye, I mean, this was so brilliant about him. Like he really was one of the dudes who broke those barriers with music and cross genres and was able to connect people through breaking those genres yeah. and living in this weird kind of gray area. You know, it's like, yeah, it's hip hop, but like, you, he, he literally took the one dude on the planet who is completely disconnected from pop culture, totally immersed in classical composition, yeah. and brought him from the depths of that yeah. into this thing that, we're, yeah. that unites it's, everybody. It's like, yeah. that's power, man. And, yeah. and, and he, he was, and again, it shows through him breaking those barriers with genre and music. Yeah. So I think, for for, so seeing what you're doing and being, that's why I envy that. I'm, I'm imprisoned by genres that I have allegiances to. Yeah, right. Mm. You have years of life that you've lived. Yeah, yeah. With relationship to and opinions that have been set. For me, it's all just like, oh, that's new. What's that? What's yeah, that? it's so, like, it's it's really so weird, free. Right? It's People so play free. Shit from the '80s, I'm just like, oh, that's cool. It's refreshing I to have a. That, that, that was <laughs> For happening. real, like, that's a it's trip a wild to me. I really feel Seriously. like I'm like some, some dude in a movie that just woke up after a fucking coma. And just For like, real though, yeah. Like no Beatles. Well, a couple no. years in, so I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, there was like <coughs> snippets of that shit. I'll tell you, there was a couple big exceptions. Okay. Billy Joel, which is cheesy as fuck, but the shit actually is really well crafted. There's no way around that shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nirvana, I know every fucking song by Nirvana. Okay. Every word, every chord, every note. That's it. Yeah, and that, but that's not because I, I was like, that's not because I was like too. cool and into Nirvana. It's because my brother was into Nirvana when they were actually blowing up, Word. you know, or just maybe a little bit after, but he was kind of in, a, you know, 96, 97, whatever kind of yeah. moment where that was still happening. And I just kind of took it all from him. Cheers. EDP's heading out. And so I just like got into the music and it's really musically entertaining, but also just like didn't. But I never went beyond it. I was never like, oh, what's Pearl Jam? I feel that was it. It was just like Nirvana. That's it. What, Which what? is so weird because, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, just because what's so weird with Nirvana, and actually Nirvana was like my first allegiance yeah. in anything. But it makes sense because Nirvana was like culturally, it wasn't even about the music. It was, you know, it made sense that you didn't go to like Pearl Jam or Stone Temple Pilots or like, yeah, it's they, not about, they, it's they not about grunge thing, music. Yeah. It's yeah. about what a, what is this thing that connects bigger than this? You know, but I didn't even yeah. In retrospect, I think that's also a big part why we still talk about Nirvana more than we talk about those other acts. But at the time, I wouldn't have even known that. I mean, it's literally just like these are the discs at my brother's table, like you know, yeah, on his on his desk or whatever. Like there was no context. I have no, you know, what I mean, it's just like. But once I had it, Dumb. oh man, they're good songs though. I learned to play bass by playing Nirvana. That's incredible. I bought a book, formed a Nirvana cover band, and all we did was play every Nirvana song so because good. the bass is wow. is so simple but it's so well written he kind of yeah he kind of like does some weird shit in some of those songs that just like, like he'll play along with the chords and then for a couple minutes he'll like go he off hits this yeah like lithium there's like a, there's oh. I think it's like seven or eight chords in that loop yeah and two of them he's just doing shit that is really weird and then yeah. he goes back on you know it's phenomenal 
And um, I love that y'all can hear it that way. Oh. I'm over here like, dude. I was playing like bob. lithium on the piano. That's like what my like it would wow. just be like. Okay, this is like dune. Yeah, like I'm playing on the piano. Like I just like that's my that's that's, how I, that's what kind of piano player I was. I was just like I will anything I hear that I like. I want to figure out how to play it on here, and it's a good instrument to do it on yeah. too because it's not just like oh well these are the chords. It's like you have the entire musical spectrum of notes in front of you. And you really get to understand like what it's insane to think of like what? the mad chemist that you are and like how like untapped that quantum fucking world of yours is like wait. I, like, I honestly feel that way. Like I feel like I, there's some shit that's gonna trip. happen that's gonna be insane. Yeah. And I haven't figured out what to do, but it's like Oh sorry. Yeah, I, I just wanna make some fucking crazy shit. And I and I I think I'm like I get caught up sometimes in just wanting to really like, I want to build a platform that Kanye had when he made Dark Twisted of Fantasy, you know? Well, that takes and like that a requ- career. It takes a career, but it takes making shit that everyone wants to listen to. Yeah. And I feel sometimes a pressure to, like, not buy from other people, just for myself. Like, I for really, sure. I really want to have that universal appeal, and then I want to go fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's harder for me to just be the guy that's I going crazy know. in his room for 20 years, and then finally it pops. The, the, I want the fucking platform. Mm. I want to know what, I can really what, just what that like, switch was for you or what that switch like was rather yeah. from like because you went to college and grad school like with composition still in mind. Yeah. When did it like switch into like it was a two year process. It was so so I went to Yale. It was undergrad. It was like the most. All right, we're done. Hey, well, right. I, did, I said no, I told no, you no, I podcast did good over. Like, you hey, everybody, uh, thank you, Johan. Thank you so much. <laughs> I told you I got good grades in high school. That's no, all like, it is. Literally, like Yale is just a Yale group full of people that did. I did both undergrad. Yeah, oh, yeah. both. Okay, but, but that's. I'll talk about that. So, so like Yale is just a big fucking family of people that worked really hard in high school. Yeah, for sure. They're not all smart. For sure. They're not yeah. all. Like, no, a lot of them sure. don't have an interesting idea in their heads. Yeah, but like. They all did they really got it good in school yep. in high school, and they all did their SATs real good and shit like that. Just like fucking like went a- home and a- studied. Academia that 101. That is who Yeah. Okay? And a lot of them are fucking incredible people, and a lot of them are not. Yeah. But it's just like, so it's like I, I want to dispel the notion. It's just, you know, And there's a lot of like historical reasons why it's like, you know, a lot of U.S. presidents and shit that came out of there and all that type of thing. But in the end, it's really just like a lot of kids that are just like machines that yeah. are working hard. That's, that's mainly what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? And in, in a very particular way. Because it's not just kids that made beats all day. It's kids that just like did math all day. Yeah, yeah for that. sure. So, so it was limited. But what was that like? I mean, it was cool. What was good about it, honestly, because we were talking about like, did I feel pressure from my parents in high school? Like when I got to college, like they were just like, all right, like don't flunk out. But we don't, you know, we don't You're care here now. Just do whatever you want. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I really did. And I didn't, I took a shit on my grades, you know, in a lot of areas. Um, and what I did instead was I, I spent every waking hour putting on like shows and experimental theater productions and Fuck yeah. being in another acapella group and like touring with them around the world and just fucking doing just, just no making way. stuff and like meeting people that were making So the stuff. experience became something really dope. It to was you, connecting with people that were creative and making cool shit. And they struck one thing that's so nice about it is like outside of all the classes, like they just have money and they'll just be like, here's a few thousand bucks, like make a show. Like, you know, you just, you send them an app and you're like an application. Like I'm just, I'm going to, 
I'm going to do this show. It's with these people. I have these people signed on. It's going to be really cool. And they're like, yeah, it looks good. Here's some money. Do it. And I did so every year I put on like four musicals or something while I was there. I put on like this whole thing that I was doing with classical music. I was trying to make, how can I make classical music into something that people just random ass people fuck with? And I was putting on these experimental like Cirque du Soleil type shows to try to do that. Where it's like, yeah, fucking I'm going to go see lit. a cello player, but the lighting and the beats and the fucking dancing around it is going to make, it's going to blow my mind and it'll make me appreciate that cello shit even harder. And I was trying to make that type of stuff. Mm. That's what I, I did I fucking there. love that. What drove you to do that? Because I got there and this is a crazy story too. And actually ties it all back. Because I got there and I thought, Classical music is something that is like about sophistication and like people that have cultural, you know, taste and that are intellectual about, you know, whatever yeah. are going to be really into this. And like Yale, you know, they, that's the place where everyone thinks that that's what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what they all treat it as. Right. And I got there and like no one listened to classical music. You know, there's a few of us that were like, you know, people were in the orchestra and shit like that. Sure. But almost everybody was like just, you know, they listen to indie rock and, you know, and I was just like, and I put on some classical shows and my stuff and like it brought my friends that weren't classical musicians to them. And they were just like, you know, they were like supporting me as a friend, but no one really connected with it. Mm. Cause like, and that was the moment of just like, I think something I didn't really understand that, that was like, this isn't, it's not like a cultural thing. It's just like classical music. is just like a very narrow band of like, people that have bought into something really hard that's kind of like outdated and kind of in its own world. And like, even if you're someone that like really likes cool, interesting shit, that's still not enough apparently, you know, when I'm there sure. to, to be into this shit. And that was when I started being like, well, I really, we need to make some stuff that like, I want to show appreciation. I want people to like be, be able to enjoy this stuff because I think that like, it must be something that people can enjoy. Cause like Beethoven, like 35,000 people or something like that went to his funeral. Like his shit really impacted people. And that's yeah. why with his Yeethoven shit, which again, I guess we'll talk about later, but like, like that, like, like Beethoven was like Kanye in the time. It was just like, who is this guy that is making this shit that everyone is talking about? You yeah. Know? Like as evidenced by that. And so I don't think there's anything fundamental about classical music that makes it impossible for people to connect with it, but I think there's a lot of things contextually about it that make it absolutely just, like, just, just culturally like unrelatable. And like, yeah, and I think Feel, like, it feels all it feels antiquated. Just all this thing I can't connect with. It's like deliberately with. like emotionless and shit. Like the way it's <laughs> I feel, like I feel like I'd see Johnny Appleseed somewhere. Like, where's the beat? Like, where's the beat? Yeah, and so there's a lot of things, but I think that it could work. And I think Cirque du Soleil is an example of like. That was reference Sorry, to Johnny Appleseed, like for real. I, like that. I thought you were referencing Wendy's, though, right? <laughs> where's the beef? But you were saying, or is that not how that was intended? No, but we'll take it there. He said, "Where's the beef?" I'll pretend like it where's was. the beef. I thought you were like, "Where's the where's beef?" The beef? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I think classical music in its heyday was like, "What is this fucking trip we are on right now?" Yeah, like, like I don't get to hear music at all because there's no recorded music. Yeah. Right? I hear a violin player in the pub sometimes, but if I am lucky enough to see the goddamn symphony, it's going to be literally the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. There's no steam engines or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, <laughs> yeah. you know it's like a trip. It's like a sensory fucking overload, you That's know? That's true. They don't need lights and shit, you know? It's just like it, a For real. Like, it's 80 people on stage just like sawing away at this fucking Beethoven symphony, you know? That, <laughs> for it real. Nuts. It was like Cirque du Soleil. I really mean, I, I believe that so strongly. Like, it's insane the time warp that yeah. like you nestled into though because like 
you can attribute that to like the growth in now, but like it's wild of how like in such a I guess older like in in such a classical form of music, yeah. pun intended, yeah. that you like found such a fucking playground and, and excitement from. Yeah. Because from all of these things, it's like, yeah, like a classical show back then was like a fucking Travis Scott concert exactly. of today. I think it was. And so I got interested in this idea of like, can I find a way? Like, like I think, like those people were still people. Yeah. It wasn't like pre-evolution. It's not like no, our brains have changed. Yeah. It's the same fucking people. We're just like, yeah. we're just like a little more acclimatized to like better shit that's like more exciting. Or whatever. Absolutely. You know, or at least just better at pushing our like buttons and shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I was just trying to think, well, what, what could I do? And, and there was a few models of just like, the biggest problem was like, there's no words and there's almost no entertainment that anyone goes to that doesn't have words in it. Factual. So I was trying to relate to this and I was just thinking like, well, okay, so Cirque du Soleil, no words. That's a big, that's the biggest one. But also shit like Blue Man Group and Stomp, kind of nineties stuff. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna yep. go watch Stomp. Is insane. Like it's 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 like cheesy as fuck now because it's so nineties. But it's like if you go watch that show, <laughs> it is an hour and forty five minutes of people banging on shit. No one ever says a word. There's no story. There's not even a fucking melody. It's just banging on shit for an hour and forty five minutes and is riveting. I feel you. And they find all these ways to like make these jokes like, oh, this guy hits this thing quiet. Then that guy hits it loud. And everyone's like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> and you, you laugh. And everyone in the theater is just like, ah, you know? And that's the same shit as like, if you take it back to like Haydn. Haydn did that shit. It was like the string quartet goes, blip, 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 bonk. You know, and everyone hits it loud. And everyone's just like, what? I and feel there's a pause. You, and it's like, it's the exact same shit. It's music, just like jokes about like music. And it's in pop music. Now. I don't know. So I just thought it was all there. And I just had to find a way to make it like the full visual kind of like thing that people could just be like, okay, I'm into this and I'm connecting mm. with this stuff and I get what's going on. And it doesn't need to be like a concrete plot, but there's an experience like Circus Soleil where it's like, I'm in for this fucking trip. Mm. And so I was just doing shows like that. I was different experiments of like, oh, let's throw some dancers in here. Let's, let's have them like, I did, you know, this group Pentatonics. It's like a yeah, yeah, of course, right. So the beatboxer from that is this dude Kevin that I'm always with. So he was at Yale with me. So I, he was a great beatboxer even then. So and he played cello and shit. So this I had this one where it was like, let's um, set this up so it's like um, a scene where like this guy, my friend uh, Stephen, is playing sax on the street, and we we set the stage so he's like this busker on the street, right? Just like. And people are throwing coins into shit. And this dude walks by and it's Kevin from Pentatonix. And he's just sort of like, oh, this guy sucks. And he kind of smirks at him for a while. And then the sax dude tries to impress him. He does like this little lick. And the beatboxer dude gets into it. We don't know he's a beatboxer yet, right? And then the music starts to pick up. And he's just like, he gets into it enough that he starts beatboxing. And the whole audience is like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even know that was going to happen, you know? Mm. And he just built this whole, but it built with the music. Because the music builds and the tempo picks up. So the beatboxing was like a musical thing that happened. I fucking love that. And we painted to the audience what was happening musically. Yeah dramatically I mean that's the type of shit I want to do and I think that whatever so I did shows like that all through Yale and this is another big part in addition to the Kanye shit like we I did a big ass show called Abyss that was like the height of that in this building that's now a Mario Batali restaurant in New Haven <laughs> my, my last year Mario. Shout, out to Mario shout out to Mario Mario it's an alright restaurant it's a little and, and his for, fucking for Crocs shout out to yeah. Mario truly and so we did this show there my, my last year in grad school and we invited some of the producers of Blue Man Group and some of these other shows and they came by and they wow. were like, they were like, look, this is great. Like, you know, keep developing it. But like, we don't even know if you could 
do Blue Man Group now. Because when they did Blue Man Group, it was like downtown New York. Like, we'll do a show super cheap because it's downtown New York in the right. 80s. Now downtown New York is like, you know, like the way the whole live theater thing shit works in For New York. Sure. It's like now like the only way to do it is to have millions of dollars and a celebrity in the thing. Unreal. And that combined with this kind of shit, I started being like, like all this shit I want to do. There's no way to do it without a platform. Mm. And that's when it started being like, oh, I'm going to go be a pop star and I'll do that. And if Kanye starts putting on shit like this, AKA me in 10 years or whatever, then people, you know, if Kanye wrote an opera tomorrow, we'd all be like, oh shit. Like for real, I guess we have to talk about opera now. At least for real. Me, you know, and if it was good. So this is me. I want to do that, that, that theater show. I want to do the musicals. I want to do the classical shit. And I want it to all be like, well, Johan did that. Oh, I'm going to check that shit out. You know, I that's fucking so, love that. So that's, that's what this so is all about for me. And it's like, and I love, I the, love, that. Now, I love the pop music, but it's like, I want the whole fucking thing. It's, it's like, I fucking love it's, it's that a vessel to do. It's everything. And I think Kanye kind of knew that too. Like now he's just like, well, let me try some fashion shit. And he's yeah. really trying to push through in that, mm-hmm. you know? And he, you see the frustration because nothing is easy, but like, but we all know that at least people will like be like, okay, Kanye put out a fashion line. Let's check it. You know? Yeah. It seems For like sure. you have this kind of want to just dive into your, your passion for wanting the world to appreciate classical music. Yeah. Yeah. For real, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I fucking love I it. No, I love it. It's, it's just, mostly it's, just it's, like that's been my life, and I just like I almost just want to. I care about it too much at this point to not. Yeah, and I think that's just. But it's, it's, but it's, it's also so but, no, but it's also beautiful to see it's like beautiful. like the defiance not be why don't y'all understand this, but yeah. it's more so of just wait until I make you well, understand. And I, I even like, if we want to put it on defiance, I put it the other direction. It's like, why are all these people who are so good at music like putting no effort into trying to reach people, which is the whole fucking point of music. Respect. And that's the shit that drives me nuts. Respect. And when I go back into the classical world now, the hands just- that I'm in this... <laughs> That I'm in this you know world, I just and, and like, hands and like being in pop music has made me appreciate that even more. Just like, oh, how much time do even just like a songwriter in pop music spend trying to think about like what is really going to move that kid in Arkansas yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. No disrespect to Arkansas, not at all. You know, shout out to like, Arkansas. I feel like we need to do that more. And I think that there is a version of classical music like it's. I don't think classical music is going to exist where pop music does. It's not about like let me get a song into my head and like. Listen while I drive to work. Yeah. Classical music is going to be the way Cirque du Soleil is. It's like, let me have a fucking transcendent experience mm-hmm. this month. Facts. You know? Facts. I'll go to this thing once. That's where it's going to live. And I think it just, and it's just a hundred years like, like of, of progress that's got to like leapfrog through. And I fucking well, it's love funny because like I'm actually I fucking now, love that. Like it's just, happen, just by you describing this, I'm actually like attracted to classical music just from this conversation and yet and from what you said <laughs> and yet exactly. and just go to the concert man it's and, boring as fuck i cannot just, i think it's boring but just by the way you described like how it must have been back then we're like this is the loudest thing they'll ever it's hear a, and, it was and sensory overload to just, the maximum it was, it was like Cirque du it was just like i'm seeing something special right now and that's that's what i think it could be i think wow. it can be that i think i think it is that even now like for a minute, like, it really is it, though, bro. Can, like even when, like, yeah. like, bro, like it's just hard to sustain for like an hour or two. It's just, it's just hard. Like you need something. It's just our brains are not wired for that shit anymore. I feel you, you. need something to grasp onto and something. But to I follow. feel like even for us, like just like let's say even casual listener or somebody that doesn't connect with classical like that, if they're literally like in front of the L.A. Philharmonic or some yeah. some like shit of that nature, you're looking at that wild still. 
He's like, holy fuck. I think that's universal, but it. I think that it lasts for like the first 15 minutes. For sure. And then it's like, they're there and they're like, yeah, this is cool, right? You know, like, I feel it's, just, yeah. like, it's hard. And I think it's hard. Like, I'm in this shit and I'm telling you, it's hard to like, you know, yeah. five minutes. Like if an orchestra came and played Beethoven for five minutes, I think we'd all be like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. But I want like, I think it can go deeper than that. That's because that's the novelty. It's just like, oh, that was crazy. You know? Yeah. Like, did you see that guy doing back handsprings on the sidewalk in front of the, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. it's cool. Well, that was crazy. All right. So, you know, and that's it. Yeah. I think it could be deeper than that. I think it could be, yeah, just more sustained. And I think, I think it's just like, a, I don't know. It's to me, it's a missed opportunity. I think that's what a lot of, like when you see like entrepreneurs, like, like fucking Elon Musk or something, it's just like, well, we have good, you know, lithium batteries. We could probably improve them. Yeah. We have this massive need to get over fossil fuels. Like why is no one connecting those two into something that can, right. you know, for real, it's not about the success of the product itself. It's just about like, this is just an opportunity. Like yeah. this is an tr incredibly transcendent experience. That's just like a little outmoded, a little outdated, but it, it also shows you like how, ar so how arduous it is though, to like get into the human psyche, mm -hmm. like yeah. consumer behavior and like, just like the, the, the mental aspect of it. You have to have people opt in. Mm-hmm. It's something, hard. Yeah, something yeah. that seems and I think like, that's a big thing too is like in the classical world I think there's a big attitude of like like well we're incredible and we're legit super elitist they must be stupid yeah because they're not getting it yeah and that to me is just so just like how could you possibly feel that way the I whole point is to get people people want people that way want to listen to you know I feel or want you. to watch or whatever you know what I mean so I just that attitude drives me fucking nuts but mm -hmm. I think I think what you're saying is right it's just like it's about how do I find what will be just so compelling that it's irresistible for people. And I think there's like a whole lane of just like experiential shit that like could be tapped into mm -hmm. with this type of music. With, with, with that being your, your mindset, right? Or like with that being something that like you carry within you, how'd you start attacking that after you left grad school? Like what was the plan? The plan was go be a pop star. Word. Really? So that, that idea hit you Literally when just you like, were in bang. grad school? It was two years of listening to My Beautiful Darkness of Fantasy. Oh, wow. Looking at how like backwards the attitude of a lot of the people in grad school was. And just looking at what that path looked like for the rest of my life. And yeah, like getting into pop What was your there. experience and in then, grad And then that moment of like inviting these people to this show. Like the, the culmination of all of what I've been doing. It wasn't perfect. Like, you know, but it was definitely like this is what it could be. Did you find the confines to be too strict or did you find it like so could, they're very could you seem like somebody so, yeah. that wants to like blow past all all types of It was interesting. Undergrad was incredible because it was just like tons of curiosity and excitement and fun. It was just college also. Yeah. Just like fucking like living in a house with a bunch of dudes and having parties like three nights a week, you know. <clears throat> it was incredible. Yeah. Uh grad school it wasn't that way. It was just like all these people that have spent their entire life playing the viola or whatever they're trying were doing. to validate the shit. Yeah, just trying to, yeah, exactly. Like trying to jump through hoops and like yeah. live in this world that's so narrow where like you're, you're, you know, if you're lucky, you'll be, <laughs> yeah. no, if you're like incredible, like mind-blowingly good, you'll be top 10 flute players in the world <laughs> and literally that no one so will have ever heard of you. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. So that shit sucks. And that's not to say that fame is the main thing, but also just like fucking reach or something. Just like what? Like for what sure. are you doing? Like for who cares? Sure. Like yeah, the like only people that care are like other flute players that are yeah. like, oh, he's good. I wish I was that good, you know? Or like, yeah. or like, or like, 
or above you who are like, I'm very good at flute. I yeah. know that he's good. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You know, it's just like, right. why do you I want the validation of like and just the five amount, other yeah. elitist people in your field? That, that's useless to me. The whole point was to reach an audience. Yeah, the amount of impact you can have. There's a, a definite to ceiling people, to that. Yeah. Instead of just like proving to them that you made it, you know? Yeah. That shit sucked. And it's still, I think that's the most backwards thing about it. It's not I, just music. It's like, you know, it's, it's of, wild because I love how your pursuit took you there, but it also makes sense. Yeah. It's a trip when you start thinking back about like those choices. Like you going in a composition, of course, a composer wants the experience to be the most profound. And I think they all do, but. I mean, I don't know anyone else that's on this mission that I'm on. I like, I know that. people that are in classical that are sort of on it. That are sort yeah. of like, well, we need to fix things, but like, not to the like. What I didn't anticipate was that being in the pop and hip hop world would completely change what I thought even like reaching people meant. Mm. Like, I just elaborate. I think on that. that was this classical thing of like. Like, well, what the masses want is this. So if we just throw a bunch of lights at them or whatever, they'll like it. You know. And just like, just it's sort of like, uh, like diminishing the intelligence of the audience, you know. Respect, like, yeah. like Facts. And, and, you know, even Facts. though you think you're being like pushing yeah. against that shit, you're still saying like, oh, they're all stupid. We just we got you right. Shit. We got you right. Yeah, right. so condescending. And there yeah. is a lot of that now. Right. For it's like, sure, it's like, well, go see this orchestra play Tchaikovsky and you know Drake, and we'll put some lights on, and like you'll love it. And it's just like, well, why though? Why Tchaikovsky and Drake? I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? And I think what I've tried to do is just like really respect that like people that like music, like they really care about it and they Absolutely. really know what the fuck they're talking about. Totally. And like not just music, just anything. Like if you you know, if you're if you're if you're invested in like art of any kind, like if you're invested in anything, if you're invested in anything, anything, like you're, yeah, like you're a fucking thinking human being. Yeah. Like respect that shit. Yeah. And like find them you where they are. thoughts and feelings and, and like, opinions yeah. and ideas. And I think classical like isn't in that world right now. And a lot of things are not. And like, like being in that world where I'm now thinking about what people connect to mm. and really in like a life or death kind of way. Like, let's make this song bang or else no one's going to care. Wow. You know? And sometimes it's like, it can get a little too far that way. Like, let's just make For this sure. shit make, you know, be a hit and make tons of money, whatever. But it's like, you're always thinking about the audience. And I think that that's like, if you're trying to communicate through art, that's the only way to do it. And I think I've just like started to appreciate like which things are compelling about classical music and just like, you know, mm. just by, well, just by living in the world of like, so this Yeetoven, I should talk about this now. Yeah. So Yeetoven is this concert I did that was Kanye West. Beethoven. Now, when did this come? Like, what, where, what made we? you want to fuse yes. Beethoven with Yeezy? So this is my homie, Yuga. Uh, who's a, so he and I went to classical nerd camp in high school. What up, Yuga? Yep. And, uh, and, and we stayed in touch kind of, but we weren't that you know, close or whatever. We didn't know each other that well. And then like years, I mean, but I was posting on Facebook. This is some of the things like, I'm actually a big Facebook fan. I'm in and, and like Twitter yeah. and shit. Like, I think these things are really good. Yeah. Like you, you hear about stuff, you stay in touch with people about things you would not yeah, have expected. Totally. Totally. You know? And so you, like I'm posting about Kanye for whatever reason, because you know, you're hyped on it. Cause Kanye is lit. Yeah. And Yuga hits me up in like about two years ago and just being like, yo, I have this orchestra now. Cause I went to conductor school. I studied with the conductor of the New York Philharmonic. I'm a fucking legend now. And and I want and I have this orchestra in LA that they they gave me three seasons to just conduct and do what I want with them. It's young; they're like eighteen to twenty six. It's called the Young Musicians Foundation. And he was 
Like they said, for the last concert of every season, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. And I want to do something with Kanye. Mm. That's all I know. And I know you like Kanye and you're a composer and you know music and shit and you could do this. Like, why don't we do something? And at this time, are you in the first like steps of becoming a... I'm in pop music. Yeah, I'm in so LA. You're, you're, oh, you're this in LA? Is, you're... Yeah, this is like a year or two into it. Yeah. Okay, so cool. Yeah. And, and he knew that I was working with people that work with Kanye. I'm just like in that world more, you know? Yeah. So he hits me up. And I'm just like, sure, let's do it. And he like takes me out to drinks in the Upper East Side of New York or some shit. Or upper, I don't know, one of those places. Yeah. And and then we just spent a few months trying to work out, well, like, what would we do that makes sense? Like, why are we these two classical guys attracted to this music so much that mm-hmm. isn't like anything, you know, classical at least in the culture? And that was the whole problem. Was just trying, let's work out. Like, oh well, it turns out like. There's big things happening on the forum, and this is really about Yeezus around this time, you know? Like, things that you'd only see in classical music. Like, just giant fucking, like, jump cuts between different types of material. Shit, it's like you don't see it in pop music or hip-hop, you know? Mm. And we start to think, like, well, we should put on a concert that just kind of, like, shows why this is, like, this is more like classical music than it is, like, hip-hop, you know? Mm. And we found, we were like, okay, well, Beethoven. Beethoven was a guy who everyone was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And a lot of his music has a lot of that radical kind of shit going on. And we put that together and we were just like, okay, so, you know, Jesus, Jesus and Beethoven, so Beethoven, you know. Fucking lit. And so we did it. We said, just a live orchestra, 70 pieces in LA. This is like a year ago and we're doing it again now. So, yeah, and they played. You know what's really fucking wild? I remember this. Shout it, out to, it, shout it, out it to Terry O'Neill, though. It blew like, up the internet, though. It was like, yeah, it was. It, I mean, it's good for clicks. What are you gonna say? Like Kanye plus no, Beethoven plus real. orchestra my, plus my boy, my boy Terry that clicks. I worked with last year. Like literally, yeah. I remember him raving about Beethoven. <laughs> Yo, well, we're about to fucking do it again, and we, so whatever. We so 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 this is like, but we really took it seriously on a, like an intellectual level. Like let's let's show this. Like I'll give you an example. There's a, a piece called the Egmont Overture uh, by Beethoven. <laughs> Shout out! Shout out to the Eggman. Egg so it's overture. like it's like it's it's about this battle. I think I don't even fucking know. It's it's this whole journey of like it's just tumultuous and dark and intense. And then the finale, shit just kind of stops. Mm. There's this big ass drum roll, and then it just suddenly there's this like glorious, spectacular finale. That's like it almost feels like out of place, like mm. almost ironic. Like how could this possibly just come after this other shit? Yeah. Know? And so we're looking at this shit. And we're just like, well, new slaves. The whole song, yeah, it's like manic, yeah, right. And then at the end of the song, there's this massive drum roll, and then it's just like, just comes out of fucking nowhere. It's the exact same thing, and no other. And this is why we can say this is Kanye, and like I don't even fucking know if he produced that. Like he probably like had a bunch of people work on that shit, but he was the one that's like that producer that you spoke about, and he was the one that like I want that in my album. I want this fucking crazy trip where like. It's utter chaos, and there's a drum roll, and then shit is just suddenly fine, and you know you almost are questioning it because it's so insane. Yeah, and that is like the same instinct. That is, they both have that instinct of like, let's do that. It's not in any other pop music. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I it's feel insane. You. And and we found these like comparisons. So we did like six of them, like a classical, you know, Beethoven thing and a and a Kanye thing. And we and it was also fun, just like how do we make the Kanye thing for orchestra and have it sound like the you know so that was right. its own kind of thing too and so and then we went up and we did this concert and we we'd show up between the songs and just be like so for this next one they both have this crazy ending and that's why you know so check that shit out and everyone watches it 
And you can see it was so tight because we got video of it. Like all these fucking Kanye fans in the middle of a, like a Beethoven piece suddenly applauding because they're hearing the shit that we're talking oh. about and shit. It's just like, oh my fucking God, like oh, it connecting. actually does still work. Like it's Dude. not, you know, but people just didn't know what the fuck was going on before. Cause like, why would you? It's 150 years old, you know? Right. For real. 180, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was crazy. That's fucking and lit. To, and to see it connect with people like that. It was nuts. Like after you've been putting on so many shows and, and you're on this like, this, uh, this path and this like, almost this destiny that you have to bring this to connect with people and now you're seeing it for the, like really, really the first time in a pop culture kind of way. And it was also just like, we put on a concert of Kanye music for orchestra. Like, if I'm at Kanye's level, that's just called putting on an orchestra concert. For real. I'll just put it on. Right. For real. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like another <laughs> moment of just like, for oh, real. people will show up to anything I for want. Real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why it's again just like, I need that fucking, you know, and another person I think of a lot is Donald Glover, who's just like, well, you know me from the TV show, check my album out, you know? And you know yeah. me from the album, check the TV just like, right. you just, whatever it takes, get people on board and then just throw them the most insane shit you want. And like, I love that though, because like, you know what's beautiful about this is because that want and that need of yours is coupled by not only your work ethic, but your talent and what you want to bring to the table. Like, you know, you want that, you want that platform. Yeah. It's 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 crazy to think of the difference between the wants and the needs, like just in terms of the initial thought, right? Yeah. So many musicians are like, "I want the world to hear my music," but like that want is really, "I need the world to hear my music." In their in their thoughts, when I hear it from you, it's literally like, "I want the world to hear this," because when they do, they'll realize that yeah. connection. Yeah, there's a difference there. I just, right. I, don't, I don't even want to prove them wrong. I just want to show. Yeah. I just want to yeah. get people stoked yeah. about some cool shit. That's For like, sure. Yeah. But like the, the, the beauty here is, is like that want is coupled by your, your like unrelenting desire to push the boundaries of it, yeah. to show the beauties of it through the master craft, if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the master craft. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Was, like. was this thing? I, I don't even think I'm like a fucking genius. I don't even think it's about being good at it. I just think it's like seeing a thing that could, that could be so much to so many people and yeah. it's just not because of like a few little fucking things that are missing, you know? For sure. And I just like, why? How could that, how can that not, how can we not fix that? You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so easy. I it's not easy, but it's like, it's there. It's all there. One billion percent just fucking though. make that bridge. And so, yeah, that's all I want to do. So I want to know this, like, how has building that bridge been for you? I mean, I'm not there yet. I really think I need that pop music platform. But the, the Yeetoven thing was interesting because, and I guess, yeah, like that couldn't have happened without what I learned just from what I've done in pop music so far. Gotcha. And like indie pop, whatever, you know, like we were able to get that to blow up because I had been living in like the world of pigeons and planes and complex and shit like that. Sure. And I had a sense of like, well, what? Everyone knows Kanye is a genius. And what do Kanye's fans really want? Like, what do they care about about Kanye? And what shit would, would like get them even more into, you know, that music and what would help them see another angle of that music? Like, that's only possible 
Like that's not possible if I'm only in classical and like think Kanye is cool, you know. Absolutely, that's right, possible right, right. because I like live like I I I read pigeons and plays. You know what I mean, it's like I know yeah. like oh what is this shit about? Mm. I see what these people like tweet at, you know. Just like yeah. I get it, like okay, that's what's exciting about this. You're truly looking at this like anthropologically. Almost. I want to live in the world of the, like if you're trying to reach people, live in their world. You have to. Don't pretend you know what they're doing, what yeah. they want. Ask them you're, like, what the fuck they're doing. Try it, live in. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like I think. Yeto, like I could not have done Yeethoven, even though I could have like orchestrated the music and made the concert physically. It wouldn't happen. have been authentic. Yeah, and it couldn't have reached those people because we couldn't have even just like the fucking trailer video we made. Like we could not have made that in a way that would have resonated with this audience had I not been living in in that side of the world too. And so I think that's an example of something where already I feel this this bridge like I start to feel like oh okay which is so I can do that and I can do that like I can make whatever the fuck uh, I want. which is so crazy because you fuck yeah you you've li- you went from so like living on another planet yeah. to yeah. being so immersed in it to understand it to even build something like this like see the the level that like your evolution into pop culture and your understanding of it and you're immersing yourself in it has grown so much to make something like that possible. Yeah. And it's like, crazy on it's, how such a like a fucking narrow tunneled yeah. fucking yeah, perspective it's, it's wild. of that. Yeah. I still, I still have trouble with it. It's just like I definitely feel exactly what you said. I feel like I'm in a tunnel looking at it. For real. Can we go back yeah. to real quick cuz I I'm, I'm curious to know um what after college and not to go like just Super chronological, but no, no, it's um, good. I want the whole. Why? Hell yeah! Let's get the real shit. What uh, what compelled you to move to LA? I mean, it it's been interesting because initially it was like I I was in New York after I finished school. I was in New York for like almost two years uh, in Brooklyn. Okay, the homies. How was that? It was good. I mean, it wasn't that good, but I feel you. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm here in a way. But it was. It was it was a combination of things. It's like I, I knew I was going to do this type of music. I still wanted to keep doing some of the stuff with theater and classical, which all is a little more centered in New York, although less so than it was. And just everyone, also like Yale is in New Haven, Connecticut, which is like, I mean it's a, it's a bit out, but there's like a train in New York. It's like almost a suburb of New York. I was going to New York every weekend sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like you just kind of like think of New York is the only option. I feel you. So I was there. And I was just studying up on like what what have the biggest pop stars done? And it's like they all if you look at their Wikipedia's, it's always just like, and then Bruno Mars moved to LA. And then everything <laughs> happened. <laughs> you know? And I like didn't really have a conception of what that meant because I didn't understand how the music industry worked at all. I didn't even know what a session was. Like I didn't know what anything was, mm-hmm. you know. But I was just like, I'm gonna go to LA for a week. And this is like right after I moved to Brooklyn, like a like a month into it. Did you know anyone in LA? Nobody. And so it was like it was crazy. It was a week, but I was very like aggressive about it. It was just, like a week of meetings. And it was just like, okay, uh, this, <laughs> like my roommate's ex-girlfriend, <laughs> like, uh, is from LA and her f- friend from home, his dad is a music lawyer. <laughs> Word. So I took a meeting with that dude. It was like a 15 minute meeting. He was just like, well, you seem cool enough. Like whatever, like introduced <laughs> me to another guy who I've still never met who introduced me to this dude, Andrew Gould at BMG, who's like hooked so much shit for me. And like, that was like the very first kind of connection, but it was like a series of meetings like that. Just like, 
Like, is there anyone, you know, like in the wow. acapella group, we were on a TV show called the sing off. There was like an acapella competition on NBC uh, yeah. judged by Ben folds and Nicole Scherzinger and, <laughs> yep. and Sean Stockman from boys. I remember that show. Yes. Wild. Hosted by Nick Lachey. So <laughs> wild. And, and we Beautiful. A, and we had an entertainment lawyer represent us to make sure that shit was all cool when we, Oh, you were on that show. Yeah. It's awesome. So I met up with that guy. And we had like we went to California Pizza Kitchen. I was just like, <laughs> so I took a week uh, of just like, like a barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah, he ordered some garbage ass. It was like he was like, I really like the Asian salad pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> but you know, it's just a lot. The of lettuce on the pizza I can never do. California Pizza Kitchen is not what's up. Yeah, yeah. For know. real, I, I, especially I being like, from New York, I still like that barbecue chicken. Pizza. I feel you. That might be all right. That might, yeah, that's a, cl- that's a classic, classic baby. And they, and they do like the baby. half soups, the little like half I think, I think the further yeah. they get away from what is traditionally considered pizza, the better. Yeah. Right. So if it's, a I was a fan of the mushroom. Uh, yeah, the, the mushroom ravioli, but like it's I'm sure it's all right. I think it's an all right place. <laughs> yeah, it's a dish. It's a dish. The lunch was not. Culinarily, <laughs> I fucking feel you. <laughs> you know? but whatever. So it's just like a week of just like, oh my god, I'm hustling my ass off. Like I'm in LA, I'm gonna meet some people, and like the one that came out of that basically was was Andrew at BMG, and so he started putting me in sessions. The first session I ever had was with this dude Nick at Twice as Nice, uh, who's like helped produce Rihanna records, did yeah. a bunch of wild. Artists. Just, he's like you know DJ Mustard's A and R now, you know for a bit, and like <sighs> I think something like that. I don't know. He's he's a hustler. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, so that got me into the scene. And so I started, I did a couple trips out here and it quickly just became apparent. And this is like a whole other thing, but New York is not the wave right now. And no, I, I don't like to say that. No, it's just no like, but it's not. It's, it's not. And it, it, you know, and like if I wanted to strictly do Broadway shit, it would be even in classical. It's not really like in terms of like the weird experimental classical shit that's mm. kind of happening out here as much as New York. And New York is so expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really want to do music shit, like the it's, hub is out here right and now. And it's so establishment. Sure. Yeah. And everyone's moving here. So I'm, I went to Brooklyn with three other dudes from Yale. One is an actor. One is a director. One is um, like a producer and also like an A&R. And he's dope. And they're all dope. And a, a few weeks ago, um, there was like a four week. So, so basically, we've all moved here. Yeah. One of them is not quite, but for the last four weeks, all four of us have been in here. We all moved to Brooklyn because it was like, let's do New York. And every single one of us for different reasons has been like, nope. Let's go to LA. And so if that doesn't tell you what's up, I mean, it's just like, yeah. and my friend, uh, one, a good friend of mine who's a classical composer uh, was in New York for a trip and you're just like, he kept calling me, dude, like, dude, this shit is terrible. <laughs> and again, like I don't want to shit on New York, but it's just like this is it's it's like there's a lot for of the things that don't work with it right yeah, now. Yeah, for the sure. purpose. And it's become too rich and too establishment. It's just like I mean the subway doesn't work. It's just like nothing, you know, if you if you don't have buckets of money, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work right now. And so we're all out here. And so that's why I'm in LA. I mean, I don't think that I don't think of myself as an LA person. I've never gone surfing. I've been to the beach once in the two years I've been here. Like I'm not doing the LA thing. I'm just trying to make what I'm trying to do happen. Which is actually, that's actually more the LA thing. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like, yeah. Like how many people do I even know? It's literally been like, they're all from the East coast. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like being from LA, what makes LA LA is that it's a city of transplants. It's a city. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a city of people from it's LA a city where you come to do shit. And yeah. And it's, which is kind of interesting also, like when I was in D.C., that's how D.C. is too. Mm-hmm. D.C. is not cool at all. It's a different thing. 
but DC is like people that want to have an impact in the country and politics and stuff like that. And they come to DC to do it. And yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. And eventually they leave actually. Yeah. Usually for sure. And that's how it is. And I don't know if I'll be in LA forever. I mean like ultimately like Boston is home for me. Boston is home for me. And I think I'll be back in New York. If I'm going to do this theater stuff, I'm going to develop this classical immersive experience. Like that'll probably be in New York at least initially. Mm. And I've got projects happening in New York, and I'm going to go back. I mean, you're just going to have to be a global baby, bro. I want to do that. I love, I love being by coastal <coughs> LA and New York for a while. Like I did yeah. it for six months, and it was like it was cool. But um, for now, how has the pursuit, is how has the pursuit been for you since you've been out in LA? It's hard, man. It's good. I mean, there's like I'd say there's one awesome week, and then four that that suck, and they don't suck. But it's just like, like what? Can you like dive into that? Just like I guess like. Okay, so I did my so in it right now. Yeah. I did my first show as Johan in LA through a group called Ones to Watch, which is uh, like a Live Nation developing okay. artist kind of thing. It was dope. I did it at a place called Mama Line. It was three weeks ago. That same week, I spent three days in the studio with no ID and Alessia Cara. <sighs> Unreal, fucking like wild. And, and no one else. Wow. And no ID was like like dipping out for for like periods, and I was just like me and Alessia Cara writing songs. You know, fucking Amazing. lit. Like that's awesome, yeah. And she's great, yeah. And he's fucking he's a legend. He's but he's also just like a guy. He's just a yeah, guy who's like he's incredible. Yeah, for and sure. So that was a good week. Off top. And then there's other weeks where it's just like, oh, like the song went out. You know, it didn't. It didn't really do anything. Well, and that's that, and that's the the reality check of like. And I love that there's that, that dichotomy because that's just actually yeah. very real. That's yeah. exactly how this this formula works. Yeah, is that you know people think you come out here and all of a sudden you have sessions with very big established people and you think your career is about to take off and everything's going to be great and then it's like well you also with that have yeah. just life. life. I think I had a few months of like I'm set, you know, like I've met these people, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm set. And now I think, I think I have a pretty realistic sense of it, but it's like, you, yeah, you do talk. And, and that's the one reason why, not to shout out your own podcast, but what I love about this is that like. Shit, shout just, the fucking podcast. Like, Mama, we fucking fuck, Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Shout out but to like, Mama, we made it. But I think it really is true. It's like, there's no stories. Like I listen to fucking, I forget. There's another, there's like a music podcast that they. It's this songwriter dude. He interviews artists. You must know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't know. And they he did Charlie Puth for an hour. Okay. And it's just like, there's so many false starts in that dude's career. Oh, yeah. Who's the biggest star in the world, or one of them, you know? Yeah. Like, in, in pop music. It certainly has the biggest song in the past five years, you know? Um, and it's just like, it wasn't, I was, it wasn't even like that interesting. I was just like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, that's what I happens. mean. I mean, look, if like, you're a big star, you've been through like yeah. years of fucking failure that you persist through. Like, but I'm, uh, I'm, 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 but, I'm used to it, but it, it does suck, though. But <laughs> even big star or not, bro, like, look, at the end of the day, it comes down to we're human beings, right? Yeah. And big star is a bunch of functions happening. Yeah. Like, big star is what happens da, 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 on the road, like, career wise. But yeah. then, like, you start to understand, like, when people think about, like, balance in life and all that shit, like, and they, and they drum out this, like, you are not your career or you are not. For a musician and for in, in, in entertainment, it's very different. But at the same time, they're also battling the fact that you are a human being, right? Yeah. And where we miss a lot of this, and where I feel like there's like the the, the genius and just like this forum that we're able to have, and like being able to 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 li- just communicate with cats like yourself, right? Is 
you're touching beneath the surface that it's not like how is this going to advance my career right like this this like little like platform here is literally like who am i type shit yeah and it's beautiful to see who everybody is because we're so similar it's insane how at the core all of us human beings oh, yeah. whatever the fuck pursuit Definitely. we're on are mm. so fucking similar but we all talk about the benchmarks from like fucking like biblical like literally like hitter points yeah you know what i'm saying some like some of it it's like yeah i think like, it makes fuck, sense like fuck like, made it like shout out to mama we made it but like made it is not an end nope like, no yeah there's like, no, you end, think, no like question. bro like you think of a fucking like in any career whether it's like entertainment athletes whatever like okay cool you got to the league are you going to be a superstar player? Are you going to be on the bench? Or are you going to be somebody that's in the league? Or do you want more? So you right. made it to your upper echelon goal, yeah. like NBA. But like once you make it there, you keep going. Yep. Now you're going to want to be a fucking franchise player. You're an artist. You taste some yeah, fucking you never, like yeah. you taste some ooh of success. Mm. Maybe you're popping in the UK, but now you want the US market. Then you yeah. want Australian. You want Asian. You want the world to hear your shit. Yeah. You're gonna be like, okay, what do I need to do internally yeah. to sacrifice my shit or not? Like, like these demons and these devils that we speak of, these are regular decisions that need to be made by people that want to impact bigger cultures yes. and yeah. bigger things. And you've made it a lot, a lot of times along the way. Yeah. Like, made it is not an end. Hundred percent. Like, you, we're making it every day. Like, today is a day that we've made something. Tomorrow will be literally accumulation of every single fucking day we've had. Since then, right? Literally making it, and like we're making it, building it. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and and that's the beauty of it, bro. Because it's like culturally, like I'm so inspired by your pursuit. That's Thank a you. fucking gorgeous thing, right? It's insane how we all have our compartments of understanding and fucking appreciation, and all these things. But like the fact that we're able to sit down. Have Roushi be somebody that was so enamored by her music and came in and he had me hyped, right? And like, look, Roushi and my music tastes like intertwine, like, you know what I'm saying, every now and then. But when when my brother comes, and this is just human shit, like when, when somebody's friend comes in hyped about something, you're hyped. Of course. Heard, heard the record and I was like, holy fuck, right? And then it just became a him like being like, yo, should we get him on? I was like, let's chop it with him. And like literally, y'all were chopping and we have you on this podcast, right? Crazy, yeah. And this podcast is literally just like your story. It's going to change in two years. Yeah. Right? You're literally making masterpieces in the fucking moment and we cool with that. Because when we, like the story is going to grow. That's the thing. Like I feel like. Uh, too many people view like making it or something as like an end like your story is gonna always go yeah your history is going to stop when you're not breathing anymore like are people thinking like that crazy no Hell people no. think about these like fucking resume benchmarks on like in this path you don't have one anymore right. you're not working at CAA with the gold standard of I've been fucking like you know what I'm saying abused and used Right. By Harvey Weinstein types, you know what I'm saying? That shit's rough. <laughs> Super rough, but like it, it, it's a pursuit, and the beauty is the pursuit. Yes, that's the fucking trillish shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To have these like be in these scenarios where, at the end of the day, bro, like if your craft was not up to par, you wouldn't be in these rooms, or you wouldn't even be comfortable talking about I think your it's, experiences. You get there, you build it, and you get there. Yeah. 
or you got somewhere for sure I love hearing, my favorite thing about like no idea is like no idea talking about rick rubin what was that like because it's just like that's his idol you know or one of his and he's just like he he goes into the room with rick rubin he's like oh it's just a guy you know for real it's just like i love hearing it you know for real it for real all the way up it's like i always have this idea of just like meeting obama or something you know like and Obama's so, a guy. Yeah. Yes. He's just a guy. He's yeah. a guy that like really, really wanted to do some shit. Really <laughs> wanted to do some for shit. For real. And yeah. he, like, had, and he has a like. squad. Yeah. Like there are cats from Barry O's camp that come up to him like, what's up, baby? You good? 100%. He's <laughs> yeah. that guy that he always plays basketball with. That's his boyfriend. Yeah. We're all human beings. That's the beauty of this. Yeah. I love it, man. That's, that's the dude. What are you excited about right now? What am I excited about? Like in, in in your world, like in the accumulation of like, you know, what you got going on, what you've experienced while you're out here, and if there's any like on my shit, yeah, I'm excited about Yeetoven too. That'll be cool. I'm excited about my shit. Just like I, I want to dive into your shit a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Because like like we we've touched on. I feel I like know, we've I touched know. on the foundation. I've told the whole. I think I'm, I'm so good at selling the story around. Yeah, because I believe I care about that shit so much. Off time, yeah, I'm man. Still, it's like the thing at the center of it. I'm still working out. It's just like this. It's so hard because it's like but the that's whole beautiful. thing. Beautiful. I know it is, and uh, yeah, but it's all like it all depends on it. Yeah, it's like I have to. <laughs> well, I'm. This I'm, I'm, I'm this, hey, this electron is diving into the nucleus. Like fuck the bullshit. Like, let's man. rock. That's some fucking chemistry. Off right top, bro. I just did a like backflip off kinda that. Kinda yeah. Chemistry, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just kind of like what it. it do, though. I like it. <laughs> this electron is. Done. You feel me? You like that, though? I like it. But, like. I don't remember any of that. I hated chemistry. I hated chemistry, too. Rough. I'm not a science I liked guy. School. I liked school. Math really is did. extremely easy chemistry. for me. I'm not a science guy. Oh, man. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. But I do believe climate change is real. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. you, know oh, you don't have to understand shit to yeah. yeah understand that it's 100 degrees on October yeah. 24th. <laughs> yeah, bro, oh, God. for real, out of character. <laughs> yeah, uh. <sighs> no, but like, sure, you, you go through the throws. You like, and you all, you also know that you have something. Because like to be able to want to give it, like you have to like believe that you have something to be able to give. I right? think so. And like, I think I think what it comes, I believe my experience, like I believe that suburban mischief, fuck shenanigans, yeah. I believe that yeah. is universal. Like I think that's the one thing I've really been like. It took me a while to find it, but it was just like that shit. Mm. Like we all know something like that. Appreciating home type shit. I mean, Vic related to it, and Vic, that's not where he's from, you know. And he's still like that was his. He had a version of it that, that made a hundred percent consistency <sighs> on that record, you know. So. I think How that, that, that was the moment just like yeah yeah so I did so Yeetoven won yeah I mean it's like LA right but it's like I invited somebody that knew so Mr. Hudson is a good friend of mine you know Mr. Hudson Yo, you know, ever young I you love know, Mr. Paranoid. Hudson that's yeah, a homie actually good friend that's a homie yeah. that's a homie for real yeah that's for real for real he's a legend he's incredible I love it because I met Mr. He's Hudson not a last pop year at star, Complex but Con. everyone knows he's a legend yeah yo Complex Con yeah, Yo, you were I there too. Con. He was so there because uh, oh. he no, he was there because he we did a song together. Shut I was like, "Yo, come to Comics Con with me, do a song with me, bro." That's where me and him connected. Like, I literally just walked up to him. Uh, I, no, no, understand this. Literally, he wouldn't have been there had I not been like, "Yo, come do this." Literally, with me. no. So we, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how this went. Down. I love the battle of the literally right now. <laughs> literally, <laughs> we're, no, we're already all caps. Yeah. It just depends oh, on how many L's and yeah. Y's we have. Yeah. 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 No, no L's on this side of the table. I respect it. 
the wires are on this side. Like, as to why do you have that many elves on that side? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? <it do? laughs> no, but it, it's crazy when you think about that because I super fanned out, and literally I was <laughs> little legend. <laughs> my literally has just become like ums at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rocket. Super legend. He's a legend. And I just went up to him and I just fanned out. I was like, look, like, love what you do. But I was just open with it. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to be shy about this shit. Yeah. And we just started talking. And then he loved the Poggy shit. I set him up with the Poggy shit. Amazing. And then we just started chopping. Yeah. Like, Dude, but like, sorry. yeah. It's like, how fucking, like, twice. I'm saving, twice I'm saving the Mr. Hudson feature for later. I want, I want it to be on a major. <laughs> One day I'll, I'll be like, yo, get on this record. Bro, That's he's, just like, I just came to, we did he's one of my favorite artists, oh, so bro. We went to Lil Dom's Nets and Bacon and then drove down. Oof. It was incredible. We've missed each other twice now. But it's crazy, it, true, but it's crazy yeah. how interconnected it's been. Yeah, it's lit. Fab and Mr. Hudson. I know. That is crazy. What up, Fab? Hudson is the Ben. Ben. Ben McElduey. <laughs> That's my dude. Yeah. But um, anyway, so Hudson came. He brought a friend of his. So he did the Duran Duran record. Because he does, he's a legend. He does legend, legend. And one, I think the bass player is John Taylor or something like that. And Mm. his daughter is a homie of Hudson and mine. Cool. She brought a friend that was friend with a dude named David Appleton. Wow. David Appleton, who you know very well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've now met a few times. Wonderful dude. Yeah. Might be president one day. (laughs) Might be. Um, and David, he'll follow up. And David and I stay in touch on like, yo, let's do some strings for something. And we were gonna do something else, and it fell through. And then he hit me up, and just like, yo, can you do Vic Mensa's strings this week? This is like a year ago. And so I came and did some strings for Vic Mensa. Oh wow! And then okay. Vic and I connected, and we worked some more. I played some piano for him a bunch. I played piano on the record. Did some more strings for him. Did the strings for his record release party and play piano where Jay. Uh, Jay Z introduced yeah. me. <laughs> Beyonce was like ten feet in front of me, watching me play piano. Fucking wild. Smiled at me. It was like, <laughs> it was Moments like that, bro. That's where I met Dion. No ID. And um, and uh, and anyway, somewhere in there, uh, I did all the strings for his album. And and the tray, they, I think they were like over budget or something. The tray was like, we'll do a feature. So. Wow. But he loved the music, and he—I mean, you can, see, yeah. you can tell. He no, for he sure. Didn't just like show up for. But he bodied hour. that record. Yeah, yeah. He like he really delivered. It was like a minute of it. Yeah. yeah, which is good actually, because he kind of he does long verses on all his shit. He too. does. So he does. Like, yeah. If you want to get a feature, that's a good guy to get. No, just, for it, sure. He will so, not skim. You know I mean? Yeah. It, like, legend. It, it was crazy because you have a version of that without him on it, right? Yeah. That was yeah, released yeah, first, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, but the one I heard first was had Vic on it, but. It it's just so crazy that that's the story that led up to that because that's what the, the it, yeah. record is already like great. Like you already had me at the record, and then Vic came on. And it was just like, what? That's what a, is this? A, that's it, how features it, it, should be. But it, yes, but it didn't it's even like, make it's a totally it. It, it wasn't that audience. it wasn't that Vic sold the record. It was uh, that yeah. it actually confused me and made me go like, wait. What, what is this? Yeah. Like, I fuck with this, and then like, wait, what am I listening to? I feel you. Like, how is this even connected? Like, and who is this kid? Like, what? Yeah, it was fun, man. And he, yeah, he did really like. I was in the room with him, watching him just like deliver it, and then I reproduced the entire thing under his vocal. Awesome! Wow! Like, like, how how can I really make this? And we and I played with him on the first verse originally. Mm. Like, uh, you remember uh, Umbrella? It's Jay Z, and then the song starts. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Let's right. get Vic to introduce the song. 
And then I was like, that doesn't feel right. And I put him back on the second verse. But wow. it's, what it is now is it's like the, the verse yeah. for me builds to the pre, builds to the chorus, yeah. and then, builds to Vic, which yeah. has more drums, builds to the second pre. It's just like this endless fucking. And his energy also, like his. Yeah, he does sort of a verse in the pre. I be lurking. Yeah, it's slow. <laughs> it's like, ba 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 da. Yeah, ba ba, and then it's like da ba da da da. Yeah, and it's like so his shit builds, and it's like it's like I love that pacing. Yeah, and that's like a producer's dream is to just like, and it's incredible in this whole yeah. fucking journey for the first two minutes of the record it never lets up, and then, and the fact that you had that producer's mindset though, and like to dabble within those things, and also crazy that like your foundation actually is what got you kind of to work within this world. It's not like you had to... Yeah. It's not, weird. Yeah, it's like, you know, composing and arranging strings for Vic. But even before that, like, as you're creating pop music and using kind of like all your tools of what you have to fit into this world that you're not even really comfortable with yeah. or come from. You actually don't even come from this fucking culture. For you real. Know? For and real. Like, but to fit in so well and to fit really in using that um, strength of yours... Is a it's a very unique way of of kind of penetrating this because you hear stories of like man how did you guys get into this how what was your trajectory you know how did one thing lead to another and as you're going through this it's not just like well I knew this person who that yeah, person yeah. they put me on it's like at the end of the day it goes back to what do you bring to the table yeah you know yeah. And, and and what, what value are you really adding on top of like yeah you're making really great songs and really great records to allow the opportunity to even like really happen. But before that comes the foundation, yeah. you know, I mean, if you were like a really whack artist that just had like very amateur type shit, you know, that probably would end very quickly. But the fact that you had that, it's often not enough just to have that, you know, you have to like be very resourceful and use all these different yeah. things to kind of like get in where you fit in. Well, that's definitely true. And it's like, it's like, I know this whole time that the underlying story is is good and interesting you know yeah like, it's just like oh classical to this to that one well, yeah. you know combining it all but it's like the last couple of years have been so interesting because it's just been like on some level i just have to get good at making songs you know and i didn't have those skills you know i could write a symphony but i couldn't write a song you know what i mean that's why and so yeah sure. and so wow. and, and so and so it's just been like i know I this is all gonna add up ultimately i know I know that the, like That's the destination catastrophic. I know it's going to be something, but it's like, it's like I went to point C before I went to points A and B. Right. So For real, like, you I went to point really C. Really nail bro. A and B. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then I point C you. is going to come in, and warrior. it's all going to go crazy, and I can't fucking wait. But it's like right now, it's just like that pre doesn't quite work yet. You know, what, it's just like it's just that every what, day. What do you, you know? What do you think is going to take you, like your own creative being, to yeah. get you there? Or like, like how is how is it within yourself of like, just that process of mind of like getting comfortable with growing and hitting those spurts at yeah. times where it's like from what you've accumulated. Like, what's that like for you? I think it's gonna be a lot of steps and just like you know, I know for example the live thing, which is you know I've, I haven't done that much. You know, that'll be a process. Yeah, just tour a bunch, get good at it, make make it a killer. Life. I fucking love it, bro. You know, and that'll be tight. But I think. Right now, the biggest challenge is like believing in the vision of a song. It's like finding the balance of like what you know is truly in the song and what is just going to connect. Yeah. 
and you don't want to just make it all connect because then you, then it's nothing. Because that's where it becomes like I'm that's utopian. Out. Yeah, it becomes like well, we know this type of drop is big, yeah. so we're doing it. You know, yeah. it connects everyone. Yeah. You know, but just finding that balance of like, like it was really interesting playing that shit earlier because just like you're into the weirder shit, yeah. and the weird shit is what's important because that's what actually ideally is every song is going to have that you know yeah well to me but i want to bring in the elements that i know resonate and like mm. and like can, and pull it all together and i try to do it like sober like that is a really poppy song for me yeah but then the drop has my like choir shit that i know only i can do that way you know it's like i'm trying yeah. to find these little, and it still has a tuba in it which is like so <laughs> weird you know but like the tuba's kind of tucked though so it's like you're the, it's like constantly this balance of just like how fucking weird can i let this shit go yeah, I mean, to me, like, without the, the, the weird... Before, it's just like, no one cares. Yeah. And I, I think you, you really hit it, because... Um, and you're discovering that balance, and you're doing it actually very well in the execution. But it's hard. Definitely. But I think the weird shit, and, and to me, the stuff why I'm drawn to it, and why I was drawn to even High in the Woods, is I... And I th- I've told you this when, when we first met, is like, you're you're doing smart things that define for some... for for someone like me and not on like some pretentious shit, but like I think people who are really fans of music and musicality, you're doing things that differentiate. Is this real or is it not? Is Mm. this advanced or is this amateur? You know, and I, I'm a look, look at me, man. I'm not classically trained at all. Not that you have to be, but it's like the stuff you're doing is, and that's why I'm into more of the weirdest shit because I'm like, okay, I I get it. It's real. This is advanced. This is smart. He knows what he's doing. It's This is uh, like the real deal versus, all right, this is just a good kind of written pop song, but there's yeah. a billion of these and I really don't give a shit about it. I don't feel anything from this. Yeah. And I think when you, you go try to find that balance, I think your instincts are right where you have to keep incorporating what brought you here to begin with. Yeah. You know, don't, ever deviate from what got you to the to the stage yeah. you know and all those tools and incorporating them that's what's ultimately going to f- define what you have and what's going to make yeah, you, give, you yeah definition like you said and something that's yeah unique. totally and and we live in an age where the most important thing is carving your own lane yeah. and i'm still listening to your music i'm still trying to define what it really is yeah. like i don't really know yet where you fit in. I don't know if you're an indie artist. I don't know if you're an urban artist. For real. Yeah, I know. I well, don't. I don't I mean, actually I, I, know. I feel, like, I I feel like y'all growing together lightweight. You know what I'm saying? Like have, within that. I have that thought a lot though because it's like I am around a lot of rappers and a lot of hip hop producers and like, and I don't think you need to connect ch- with that so much. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. No, I don't that's think you not, need to I'm choose. I'm not Post Malone. Like that's not, you know, as much as I sure. fucking love Post Malone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it's tricky. Like, But you don't need to, and the, the beauty is you, you don't need to choose. And I, th- I, I think I think kind of I, I love that that's a confusing thing. I love that that's like it's what drew, drew me to it to begin with. And mm. I, that's why I keep saying like I was confused. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It, it's because it's dope. But I just I, I'm not I don't really understand like where this falls in in terms of like. And does it need to, though? And it doesn't. Does and it? that, and you that may be and, unusual, though. Like how many people out there look at something and say. What the fuck is this? I want more of it, you know? Well, look at Almost the opp- everyone wants to be like... Well, look at the opportunities you're getting, yeah. though. So, obviously, people are fucking with you. For sure. There, but it's like... 
it's just and also no but also think about it this way is that the motherfuckers that can say that what the fuck is this give me more are the ones that those are the ones that matter for sure the other ones are listening to in the first yeah, place right you know what I'm saying? And even if they're not, like that what the fuck is this alone yeah. is intriguing enough. Yeah. Right? Like, it, And there's so many other factors, bro. Th- like that's the beauty of all this. Like your, like Roush's curiosity and like saying what the fuck is this, like give it to me. Your like creative process on saying what the fuck is this, but I'm like this is fucking lit. Like I'm feeling this right now. Yeah. I just feel like that's one of the like the the most beautiful untold story between like artist and fan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you're 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 growing with with, with yeah. somebody, but you guys are all living different lives. Yeah, like yeah, Mac Miller may ha- may have had fucking fourteen and sixteen year old fucking like white girls and like you know what I'm saying uh, high school soccer players at his shows, and then delved into something more him in this moment now yeah. and you may start seeing associations like shift like way more like hip hop you know what I'm saying but I feel like every artist has the right to to explore and it's it's trip when when people want to reach a certain level and how beautiful like attaining whatever like you don't know what it is you're reaching for that process is because it's so free yeah and it, it's almost storybook in your journey because you came into this music shit yeah with a blank slate when it comes to what popular culture is now yeah. and what pop music is now and what the bridging the gap between classical like i i feel like it, it's crazy because like you, how you're bridging the classical gap is starting with like the stones and the steel as opposed to the foundation itself because you're going to find the foundation down the line. But you know what you want the shit to look like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's exactly and once you have that foundation that's in, you're going to be able to put that shit in. It's like it's almost yeah. inverse. Yeah. And that's like the gorgeousness of that yeah, shit because you have like enough. the stone ready and like you have like the aesthetic and you have it the. It does feel like you're putting up that house on quicksand sometimes. You know? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, and it yeah. should though. Yeah, and yeah. it should yeah. though. Yeah. And it should though, because yeah, because nobody nobody that's gonna move the masses is gonna be able to have it that easy. Yeah. Because if if that was the case, then we're all fucked. Yeah. Let's just be real. Yeah. No one's certain. Yeah. I think it is funny though because it's like there's moments where people want to be like, oh, like you're making some generic pop shit, but it's like there's part of me that's just kind of like digging around like. What does it feel like to write like a Sia fucking level shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's something that like I want to know if I can do, you know what I mean? That's For just, real. That's crazy. That is hard as fucking. I think people yeah, underrate I mean, that. It's but, like, but you know what's just, crazy? Just, but so, you know what's wild, bro? 25-year-old Sia couldn't tell you that either. I know. That's true. Neither could 30-year-old Sia tell you that. I always joke in session. I'm just like, it does, age doesn't matter. Sia's <laughs> yeah. like 77. So, I mean. Yeah. And she's literally the best in the fucking She's world. literally 82. For real? Yeah, she's literally. I thought she was like 86. No, she's like, she's definitely in her 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's, she's like, incredible. Pharrell, Pharrell, people don't know that Pharrell's 73. People just don't know that about him. I mean, look, he's got that Sylvester Stallone like DNA. You know what I mean? Arnold. 
truly. Stallone. But I love pop music. I really do. And I think I think because I'm new to it. I haven't lived with it for 20 I years. I feel you. I'm just like, oh shit. Rihanna <laughs> trip, is incredible. Bro. Like yeah. Sia is the it's, shit. It's like, a absolutely. trip how new it is. I still want to just kind of like poke into that shit and see it's, how it goes. Like, I don't know. That, I think that's part of it too. It's just like yeah. people want me to go stay in your fucking crazy weird indie land. I'm just like, well, I kind of like yeah, I like that shit. I also just like fucking and honestly, pop music bangers. <laughs> pop music is very cool. Like that, that's the cool thing. Right like now. we're in a good like, year for that. Yeah, we're we're in a really great place. Like, talk, I mean, when you talk about Sia and Rihanna, like, <coughs> I mean, pop music is cool. Yeah, it is. these are like they banger and great songs that are just it's like definitely not ferocial. It's ferocial. Was like ten years ago or something. I Although it's still good music, but now it's like yeah. it's seen as high culture. Yeah. Which for real, for real. I don't even know what to make of that. I mean, shit. Who does though? No, it's a great time. It's a great time for music too. In um, I feel that way for sure. I also like. I fucking go off on people that are like, "Man, music sucks now. It used to be like, <laughs> like I, 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 so good. Like, I mean, there's so many fucking stupid things out there. Like Dave Grohl, who I'm sure is a legend and is incredible. But there's this quote going around from him that's like. Like music sucks now. Like anytime the top, you know, number one song is about somebody's butt, you know you've got a problem. And it's like, dude, it's like shut the fuck baby up. Baby got and back was yeah. number one when you guys were the biggest yeah, band on the planet. Bro, like it. it's always been songs about someone's butt. Like it's just pop music. It's it's like yeah, bro. Tuck your not, fourth child like in like and and make sure the college tuition's paid for your other it's one. It's just like, like no, I mean David Grohl's yeah, he's a legend. But I'm just no, saying, but yeah, like, like but there's times. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, there's always going to be parents being like, your shit sucks. Yeah. You know? like, it's, yeah, I think we're in a great age for that shit. And, every, I mean, and look, everybody also has the right to be a snob in their own opinions. Yeah, that's fine, but like, I'm, just, that's I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, for when sure. You can, when you can have something like Run the Jewels exist, where you, have, like two four, you have literally two 40-year-old rappers, rappers getting together, Crushing. getting together to do something just reference. for fun and Blowing up from it, crushing, bro. The radio's great right now. Actually, I've, I haven't I haven't listened to too I, much I, radio. I, I, I checked the Billboard but I'm very deep on curious. And yeah, like the top forty is like it's really solid. You know, yeah. I feel you. Post Malone is great. I think that shit's really bro, good. You know? And, and like, he's also an incredible Post, human being. Post yeah, too. He's, he's king. He's king. Yeah. It's really not, shout out yeah. to shout out to Dre London, Posty, and all that. Rex Kudo, all y'all. There's a lot of yeah music on there. Yeah, Posty's amazing. And first, goddamn. Cardi B is incredible. I just unreal. I she's amazing. Like, it's really unreal good. though. Like, bro, like imagine this in pop culture wise, right? People go to reality TV to like maintain relevance of like some sort and die, right? Just in terms of like pop yeah. culture view. Cardi B went on reality TV and glowed the fuck up. She created a whole thing. There. Yeah, that was and kudos true to her. 2017. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah, for Her real. Story could not have existed. But any but other year. but let's just be very real though. Like she's very authentic to who she is. Very oh, much. Exactly. Yeah. That's the simple shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, the, and, and listen to her. She's authentic to a story that hasn't been told yet. And yes. that's, I think that's just like people are looking for something about that type of life. Well, I think authenticity like is now more than ever really like seeping through. I mean, you look at even Posty. Like you believe him. You know, yeah, yeah. like and he's he's you literally throwing up on Instagram but, with his yeah. belly out, chin out. I mean, let's, let, let, let's be really honest too, bro. Like back in Lil Kim's time, people like people believe Kim as well. Yeah, like they're very similar in that like dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kim is way more lyrical, like to that degree. But it just like goes to show what you came up on. Yeah, right. But like that's the, that's the beauty of authenticity. Is like 
it's all in the eyes of the beholder. But as long as the, I think that's the main thing too. Like you said, like you know, maybe some people that value like lyrical quality are gonna look at today and be like, it's not, you know, yeah, Kendrick accepted. But you know, most other shit like to be like, it's not on that level. But I think coming from classical too, like I really I don't care about technical skill as much as I care about like feeling original ideas and yeah and genuine humanity you, you, know? you believe yeah. it yeah yeah and so that's it why shows, I think it's easier though. for me to look at like a kanye show that he uh was the reading festival where it's just him on a stage there's mm-hmm. nothing happening like no one's playing an instrument no <laughs> one's doing it he's not even on the npc literally it's just him on a giant thing and it's just like do you believe him or not that's the entire quality of that show fucking right epic. to me that's what what art is at its best and it's like it's not can this person play the viola really fast and nail all the scales yeah. like who cares yeah. i don't care it's not sports right it's not technical Shh. prowess yeah. it's just like do i believe in this or not that is the whole purpose of this fucking yeah genre of art in general and so i looked at stuff like that and that's why i can look at someone like McConan who like I don't feel like star, the though, technical bro. skills maybe are not there on certain things that he yeah. does. Like, you know, whatever. He's not nailing it on the, you know, arrangements or some shit. He's lightweight on his, like, but I know that he's Rhapsody. doing his thing. Yeah. Like, if people connect with it, it's because it was real. And that is the only thing that fucking matters in my opinion. For sure. It's just like, I just don't, I'm not going to a show to watch somebody shred on guitar anymore. I mean, I get why that was a thing, but that's not why. I, like, it's cool, but yeah. it's not, that's not going to change my life. Right? I respect it. It's not going to make me cry. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. This has been incredible, man. It really has. I'm genuinely like, what's crazy, dude? I'm genuinely a fan. I feel like it's rare to, when you, you truly become a fan of something, not just like, oh, I like that song, or but like you become a, a, a true <clears throat> fan, like I'm buying into this. I'm, I am I get this. You're, you're drawn to something. Yeah. And I was lucky to to feel that with your music yeah. and now knowing you as a person even more grateful and so thank you and that's for something that's rare too very rare very you know what I'm saying you meet you meet the person of, of of one of your like favorite artists or your heroes like you may be completely yeah. yeah no it's that's true rare, though. for real no I appreciate so, that though I mean yeah man it, it's been an absolute it's hard pleasure. like I don't, I don't know 100% that it's all this shit's gonna come come to fruition who does though bro it already yeah. has though like here's right. here's but the thing like, man you know, I know you, what it could be yeah, yeah, yeah I mean happen, you know what's wild yeah, I, point, I believe it's it. already it's, it's, it's already ha- had impact yeah. you know and and, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll tell you like it's going to yeah so just like for real it, it is I hope so it's a fucking honor bro know that yeah like for real for real I appreciate that yeah, the Ye Tuffman shit was cool because it was like a moment of, like, that wasn't me. It was really about Kanye, but it was yeah. just like, music can transcend these boundaries for sure. Like, you just need to get it. Lightweight, like, like, your music, yeah, is your we vessel, the coattails of someone whose name is you know, yeah, can sell tickets, but it, that was like they still enjoyed it after they were in the for it sure. Wasn't just like, yeah, I mean, it's like for it's sure. Just the, wasn't you infiltrated? It made me believe that it's possible. At mm. least. For sure, I don't know. And look, I, I can't wait to see where your mind's conception of what possibilities are as you continue going. Like, know that it's going to be a fucking beautiful thing to watch and experience and to feel. And I know that we're just starting. Like, this is one of those special ones. One this is one of those special ones that, like, Thanks. you look back on and be like, wait, what? Whoa. Thanks for the fucking love. Yeah, love. No, no, for real, though. Yeah. It's unconditional type shit right now. Yeah. 
from two of your biggest fans signed off. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Mama, we, we made it.